So, Alan, if you had to join a 90s pop star sex cult, whose would you join? Hmm. Am I supposed to say R. Kelly's, or should I think of... <laughs> I, I want to know what you would say. If you would say R. Kelly, I'm trying to think of who, who, fine, who was I really big into the, in the 90s. I remember you had a huge crush on Britney Spears. I mean, for for a little bit, I guess. I don't... I don't know. I remember making fun of you a lot for it. But I listened to it. a lot of Blink-182. That was like the main thing I listened to in the 90s. Or, or Weird so, Al. <laughs> I, I joined join the Weird, Weird Al, Al cult. cult. Yeah, it's joined the Weird I Al joined sex that cult. cult. He makes you put your leg behind your head. Oh, man. I don't... I, don't I would join I, that cult. I don't think I could do that. As, I long was, as, I saw, as long as accordion lessons are involved. Ooh, I've already got an accordion. I'll, it'll be perfect. Cool. Let's uh, let's let's, let's hit him up. It's, it's time we want to join his All cult. Right. All right, I'll send him an email. I was at a Weird Al concert, and there was these two guys that kept coming backstage and stuff, and then out in the crowd, and uh, and they had these weird suits on, like leopard print suits, and I was like, who are these guys? And I saw them in the lobby, and I was like, who are you guys? And and they had like these special backstage passes hanging. And they were like. Oh, we follow Al around and we go to all his concerts. That's, and I was like, That's creepy. You're Al's groupies, like 50 year old dudes. I was like, Oh, that sucks. If, Al had, if Al had groupies, those would be his groupies. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. I was like, You know what? That makes perfect sense, but bummer, man. Real bummer. Anyway, where were we on the uh, whole R. Kelly sex cult? Uh, I believe a woman was being coerced via Skype call to say that she oh, yeah, wasn't that's, in a uh, cult. Allegedly. Yeah, uh, she said she they, said she wasn't like being held against her will or brainwashed or anything. And uh, she blinked out torture in in, in uh I almost said Braille in, in Morse code. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's, it's in her eyes, like she's she's giving us uh like eye blinks telling her, you know, save me. She's smizing. That's that, when you smile that the, with your the, eyes. Oh, I gotcha. I figured mm. it out, yes. Yep. So yep. there was that, and then there was another woman who uh, named Kitty Jones, who also later on claimed that R. Kelly starved her and coerced her into sexual encounters with other women's, women, not women's, and physically abused mm-hmm. her. Oh, that's not okay. And then another, a former friend and collaborator, uh, Lovell Jones... Mm-hmm. Uh, what said that Kelly would often ask him to scout out women that looked young at parties, so he could Ugh. start their music career and induct them into R. Kelly's totally legit sex cult. Sex cult. You know what really starts a career though? Sex cult. Oh man, well, we should have done. Nah, that that never mind. <laughs> Top five pop stars that got their start. From a sex cult. Number one, Kelly Clarkson. I was going to suggest we talk about something, but then that, that would get way too uh, dark really quickly. It's already so, pretty well, dark, Alan. How much darker can it get? I was just say like, we should talk about, like, we shouldn't talk about, like, Brian Singer and his fucking, and, like, Kevin no, Spacey. No, we shouldn't talk about fucking... that. No, you're right. No, you're right. <laughs> I'm like, no, no that, that, that get way too dark. Nope, you're right. You were right. I don't know Our why Kelly's sex you. cult is, like, is pretty extreme. But it's gonna it's only gonna get worse from here. Yeah. Alright, Alan. What? So uh, yeah, anyways, uh 
So R. Kelly denies everything. And I just found out, actually, uh, a couple nights ago, that he recently released a new song called I Admit, where he addresses the whole the whole cult allegations and the and the underage sex stuff. And uh, it's a 19-minute long song. Mm-hmm. So I didn't listen to the whole thing. But I, yeah. I listened to, like, three minutes of it. And uh, there's, there's, there's such great lyrics as, I admit it. I admit it, I did. I done fucked with a couple fans. I admit I fucked with all the ladies. That's both older and young ladies. Parentheses. Ladies, yeah. But tell me how they call it pedophile, because that shit is crazy crazy. Oh, that shit is crazy crazy, Alan. Yeah. That's all I have on R. Kelly. I, that's just the gist of what's going on in that. I think that's plenty. Yeah. I think that's plenty. <laughs> That's, that's more updates on R. Kelly than I've had since that South Park episode. Was there some eight? Yeah. Mom, R. Kelly won't come out of the closet. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll yeah. talk about that episode later. That's an old... Oh, yeah. I know. Right, I know Alan. I know where you're going with that one. All right, Alan. So, Are you ready to hear about my my, fi- my fifth cult? What is your fifth favorite cult, t- uh, t- my, Taylor? My, it's so weird to think of them as, <laughs> oh, these are my favorite cults. <laughs> these are my favorite pizza toppings, and these are my favorite cults. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Okay. My number five cult is called Access Consciousness. And they're what I'm going to call <laughs> a okay. money cult. Yeah. Like, they sound legit. Um, but basically, what it is is this guy, Gary Douglas, started... Um, he he uh, like the left Scientology... Oh, it's like a right? sci- is a Scientology like subdivision. This is diet Scientology. Oh, okay. This is Scientology light, half the calories, all the money laundering. Nice. So, this guy uh, started giving out like classes and um, telling people that he can uh, unlock their inner consciousness. And then if they unlock enough inner consciousness, they can fix all the problems in the world. And sounds like a cult. How, it sounds like a cult. Sure does. You know how they, they, you unlock your inner consciousness? How, how do you do that? Uh, by giving Gary a lot of money. <laughs> oh, yes, money. That's, um, money solves every, everything. And... Yep. So uh, Gary, who has said that he is... Possessed by Rasputin. Okay. <laughs> uh, Out of all the people to be possessed by. Uh, yeah, that's not a good sign. If someone's like, I'm possessed by Rasputin, I'd be like, that's why you smell like whiskey and You know, piss. most cults, they claim that leaders, they claim they're possessed by, you know, like Jesus Christ or something. Someone popular, at least. Yeah. So this guy uh, charges thousands of dollars to go to his classes and uh, that's supposed to make you better. And it gets to the point where people are just, you know, all they want to do is go to these classes. So they only work to make enough money to go to the next class. Jesus. And it, it it basically sell almost everything they have to get to these classes. Those to must make be really good classes. Feel better. Yeah, I was like, so like, does he blow you? Like, what, what happens <laughs> it's like, yeah, is there, is there like, it's like an orgy? What's going on? Yeah, I'm making you want to spend it, all that money just to do that. It's crazy. I think it's because it always promises you 
inner peace, which is something no one can ever actually have. Yeah. Uh, in the modern world, in the modern Western world, you can't have that. That's what the price you pay for indoor plumbing. Um, good trade. It's like, do I'm I want inner peace or do time. I want to be able to flush my toilet? Like, I want to flush them. I want to flush them. Because if you're the Dalai Lama, you've got inner peace. But you know what? You're going outside in the middle of the night. Pooping in a hole. You know, poop in a hole. You know, they, a lot of places in India don't even have, like, a toilet. They just have a hole in the floor. You need to take a shit Actually, in uh, a hole. Actually, I've learned from watching Carl uh, Pilkington's An Idiot Abroad. Most ah. most places outside of America and, like, Europe have these squatty hole toilets. Mm. Where you have to, like, you have to squat over a hole. That's... Apparently, that's healthier. Yeah, I, okay. Well, you know what? I have a squatty potty, and I got to tell you, I poop like a champ now that I have my squatty potty. Well, I mean, that's kind of like a uh, halfway point to the yeah, hole in the ground. But I, I can still sit on a can. I mean, I yeah. just... I, so, um, our man Gary here, who is backed up by a guy named Dr. Here, and if you look up either of these people or, or the name the Cult Access Consciousness on YouTube, you can find hundreds of videos coercing you into what this can provide for you but they never actually say what they do (laughs) they're never like that's like a lot of them a lot of them do that yeah it's like we do sun salutations and that makes us better it just promises and promises and promises and it never you know does anything the creepiest part though is uh gary was quoted as saying Young children are incredibly sexy. Oh, God. Instead of acknowledging this and enjoying themselves and enjoying the energy without acting on it, most parents judge themselves for feeling wrong, for having these feelings for their children. Okay. (laughs) So he's also a kid diddler. Didn't take long to bring them? Well, R. Kelly was was technically a kid diddler, too. A lot of kid, a lot of kid diddlers involved in the cults. Yep, I I didn't realize we were doing another episode about kid diddling, but it's back. Happy Halloween, people diddle kids. Luckily, I don't think any of the rest of mine actually involved kid kid diddling. I think mine are pretty clean. All right, well we got the we got the we got the pedophilia out of the way. Now we can move on Glad to. We got it done with now. Now we can move on to happier things. All right, and speaking of happier things, Alan, what's your number four cult? Oh shit, we're moving on already. And we're moving on. We're moving on. We're getting we're getting in and out of these. These are these are the baby cults. All right, good cults. Well, I'm jumping right into a, a big one. Oh shit! What are you, you familiar with the Manson family? Oh, the Manson family. Manson family. Let me think. Oh, I, a pale guy, dark hair, missing a rib, so he can suck his own dick. Uh, no. The 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 yes. <laughs> I tried thinking of a joke, yes. but I'm, 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 I, 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 yes, I, I had nothing. I'm here to talk about the popular musician who also has a cult, Marilyn Manson. No, I'm very familiar with uh, with the Manson family. R.I.P. Charles Manson, who just died, um, what, last winter? In the spring? I believe it was in, I have it written down, November of 2017. Oh, oh geez, it's the almost age of 80, years since he's been I'm going to miss that guy. So, yeah, so tell me about truly the Manson family. <laughs> truly. 
<laughs> a man before his time. He was peeing on women way before R. Kelly ever so, picked up a microphone. <laughs> so back in the late 60s, Charles Manson, who was a uh, big fan of the Beatles, mm-hmm. believed that there was an impending apocalyptic race war, and he got this info from the Beatles. Oh, how, how did the Beatles tell him that? He believed that the uh, that um, the album, the White Album, uh, had uh, several coded prophecies mixed in the album that basically told him, "Hey, a bunch of all the white people are going to fight each other, and the black people are going to take over." Especially oh. the song "Helter Kelter," "Helter Helter, Helter Skelter." Helter. Jesus Christ, Alan! Helter Skelter. I can't talk. Helter Skelter. Uh, that's kind of a fast-paced song. I could see where he could get some stuff. Yeah, here. Yeah. Yeah, it was going to be a war of races between racist and non-racist white people that they would end mm-hmm. up exterminating each other uh over the treatment of black people. And when the war was over, uh black militants would kill off the remaining white survivors. Then Manson and his followers would emerge from an underground city and they would rule over the <laughs> black people. Oh. And he, okay. He referred to the whole series of events as Helter Skelter. Ah, so this is the the Helter Skelter. Now, why would militant black people want to take uh, orders from the underground dwelling hippies? That's a really good question, and I do not have an answer for that. <laughs> uh, that's fair. I don't think Manson did either. <laughs> that's just what that's just what the Beatles told him. <laughs> that's what they told him with that song. Paul McCartney. Well, you know, Paul McCartney was dead the whole time. The whole time. You know, when I heard Blackbird, I was like, yeah, that is the oncoming race war of Blackbird singing in the dead of night. Sorry. That's on that oh, album, shit. right? I think I think it is. I believe. I, it, yes. I think yes. it is. I'm going to say it is. Um, so he, uh, he and his followers uh, did a bunch of murders because he believed that would help cause the war because he wanted the war to happen. So he could, right. you know, take over the black people. Because, you know, he's, you a, he's think, a racist Nazi. Do you think he really believed all this stuff? Or was he just trying to get laid in the desert? That's a really good question. Um, I think he was definitely psychotic. Uh, right. I don't know, he might have just made this up to, to get followers so he could, yeah, fuck him. Who knows? That, that's Who that's really how knows? I always kind of... So- yeah. Right? Like, that's how I always kind of sound saw it ever since he couldn't join the you know the the, the beach like he's, boys he's, or whatever oh yeah yeah i have that here yeah he was uh he he befriended dennis wilson of the beach boys ah brian is that the drummer brian wilson's brother um i'm not yes. sure i think you probably that's right. a loaded question yes it is <laughs> i don't know enough about the beach boys <laughs> that's the only thing i know is that brian wilson's brother is the drummer yeah so there's a whole bunch of people he that he met that led up to all the murders uh, he his music teacher, Gary Hinman, introduced him to Dennis Wilson of the Beach Boys. Wilson mm-hmm. introduced him to Terry Melcher, a record producer and the son of Doris Day. And uh, Manson was all butthurt when Terry Melcher was uh, no longer interested in his music. You ever hear Manson's music? Yeah, I've. Uh, didn't the Beach Boys? Didn't the Beach Boys record a song that he wrote? Yeah, they basically stole it. Yeah. So it's okay. And then Melcher moved out of his home, and then Roman Polas- Polanski and his and his wife, actress Sharon Tate, moved into that mm. house. And then mm. 
Manson ordered his followers to kill Gary Hinman in July of 69. Uh, and then in August of that of the same year, he got his followers to kill five people in Roman Polanski's house, including his pregnant wife, Sharon Tate. Ah, uh, Jesus. Yeah. It's pretty sh- Couldn't that happen to shit. a better guy, Roman Polanski? <laughs> that guy who won't come to America because of things. Kid Diddlin. Yep. Oh, shit, we're back in Kid Dillon. That's right. Damn, <laughs> God it. damn it, Alan. You can't escape it. I didn't see that one coming, and there it was. <laughs> okay, all right. So so Manson's running a drugged-up hippie cult. Yes. And, and he's just like, you know what? Go kill this record producer who's wronged me, and they show up, and the dude doesn't even live there anymore? Yeah, and they kill the people, they kill the people that are in the house at the time. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> So Manson was upset over the sloppiness, so he accompanied them the next night to find new victims. Okay. And he killed a supermarket executive named Leno LaBianca La and his wife, Rosemary, and they were murdered, and those were all the murders. But yeah, they are. Uh, <laughs> That's plenty of murder. <laughs> supposed to kill Gary Hinman, but he, uh, he, they killed other people instead. How did he get people into his cult? Uh, did I write that down? I might have skipped over that part. No. I don't know. Was it just because he's a, a groovy guy and it seemed like I a think, groovy I think time? it was like the music. I think I think it was basically like his groupies. Okay. All right. It's like, oh, guys, I can play. I'm a musician. Come fucking fuck, fuck with me and kill a bunch of people for me. Literally fuck with me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's from what? Whoop. There we go. Okay. Uh, what from what I know of man, my mic moved. It was oh. weird. Uh. But for what I know of Manson, like he was just like kind of a dirty hippie who wanted to fuck people, and then accidentally kind of stumbled his way into this cult. Yeah, it's kind of like a. I think I think that was it's kind of like an accidental cult. It's like, oh uh-huh. shit, I guess I'm I guess I'm a cult leader now. <laughs> oh, I did it again. I started a cult. <laughs> I forgot yep. to pick up eggs at the supermarket, and then I started a cult. Shit. <laughs> So Manson and his followers were eventually arrested in October of 1969 on, not on murder, on auto theft. Suspicion of auto theft. So they stole a car? Apparently. Oh, that's, okay. Well, you know what? Al Capone went down on tax evasion. Yes. And then they, so, yeah. Then they get caught, uh... Susan Atkins, who was one of the family members, she was the one that was charged for murdering Hinman. So they they did get Hinman. Oh, he was at that party. I don't no, I don't think he was at the party. I think that was a separate. Oh, they got him later. Or before? I'm not sure actually. Yeah. I kind of skimmed through a lot of this. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, and then uh. Susan Atkins also uh. Uh, admitted to killing Sharon Tate, and she said. Because we wanted to do a crime that would shock the world. And it did. And it did indeed shock the world. Do you think the Manson family crimes successfully ended the 60s? I mean, I'm pretty sure the new year from 1969 to 70 ended the 60s. Shut the fuck up. Get the fuck out of here. Did you think? Fuck you. You're off my show. You're off. Sorry. So, Alan, do you think 
that the Manson murderers successfully ended the peace and love movement of the 60s to early 70s? Um, I don't know if they can take credit for that, but... Do you think it helped? I'm sure those goddamn hippies are murderers. Yeah, I'm sure murdering hippies is... The exact opposite of what, you know, a hippie should be. Yeah, it's weird. That's a weird dichotomy. But, I mean, drugs, man. Do you yeah, think Manson drugs. has mind-controlling superpowers like they say that he does? That'd be, uh... If he had mind-controlling powers, you think he would have found a way to, to let him get out of prison? That's true. Control, I not thought of that. Do mind-control on security there. Although, I don't, like, I, I don't he think he really cared. He didn't kill anyone. Yeah, no, yeah, he was he was involved in one murder. Oh, he killed one person? Oh, didn't he kill a drug dealer? He was convicted of first-degree murder and, and conspiracy to commit murder of the deaths of seven other people. Okay. All right, so, that's uh, fair. He did at least he did at least one murder. Yeah, according to my sources. Are your sources Wikipedia? I did use a little bit of Wikipedia, but I I I I also went elsewhere. The Google took I, me some places. I think these are some like this is some fairly solid already researched stuff. So I don't think you're gonna miss anything. Oh, like the Wikipedia pages are like endless amount of information. No, oh, I bet. Remember back in high school, they told us we couldn't use Wikipedia because it was so inaccurate? Yeah, and you know what? I remember I used it in college, and I actually did get in trouble because on, on like, a basic English paper, because it was wrong. Like, (laughs) the information I got was not right. And, unfortunately, the teacher had written her dissertation on that subject, so I was like, fuck! The thing is, though, like, it's the internet. Like, it's not just Wikipedia. The entire internet, there's... There's chances you're gonna get facts wrong all over the internet, not just Wikipedia. Yeah. In fact, I find find Wikipedia is more right usually than it is wrong. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, even if it's just basic stuff like what year did this thing happen, you're gonna be fine. Yeah. It's just when you get into conspiracy theories and shit. Anyway, yeah. So man. So that's. Yeah. Tell me about. I'm just moving on. I'm just moving right on. Move right along. They were found guilty after being caught. Obviously, a lot of lot of uh, people knew it was them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they were found guilty on January twenty fifth, nineteen seventy one. They were sentenced to death in March of that oh, same shit. year. In but, California. Yeah, in California. Oh. But a year later, in seventy two, California abolished the death penalty. So that's oh, so, so were that's that's on why death row. they were on death row, and then the laws changed, so they were sentenced to life in prison instead. No, and that's, Charles that's Manson fair. died in prison in last year. No, I miss that guy. He had a wonderful swastika tattoo. I thought he carved it into his head. Is that what it was? Did he carve it into his head? I think he carved it into his head with a knife. That sounds more like Charlie Manson style. So you're probably right. Oh, Charlie Manson. <laughs> Yeah, that's Good the gist him. of the Manson family. There's not really much more than that. I just mean, a, just a you could... guy and a bunch of hippies making music and killing people. That's really all it is, and it's weird. Like it's it's such a a popular thing, and you know the cool kid in school will have like a Manson T-shirt, but it's like, dude, I remember I mean, everyone had Manson T-shirts back then for some reason. I didn't have one, but I knew a lot of people that I'm like. 
why does this exist? Why do you have Ma- Charlie Manson t-shirts? My brother had a Charlie Manson t-shirt. Yeah, that sounds about right. Because <laughs> your brother is a hippie who murders people. Or just the first part. I can't remember. <laughs> Sorry. It's another subject we got to pass over. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. The keyword of this episode is allegedly. Today's secret word is allegedly. What's the secret word today, Conky? <laughs> Thanks, Pee Wee. It's allegedly. It's allegedly. It's making beatbox noises. That, that show was cool. That was a All good right. show. Speaking of Pee Wee Herman. Oh, is, is this related to him? You know, you number four? No, but I'm not good at transitions. <laughs> Actually, no, it's not. You, you'll find My some way f- to relate it. Oh, I'll find a way. Before the end of this, I will relate it to Pee Wee Herman. All right. My number four cult is Synanon. Alan, are you familiar with Synanon? No, but it sounds like cinnamon. It does. It's a mix between sin, like what you do when you touch yourself at night, and anon, like anonymous. Oh. And you'll, you'll see why. You'll see why. So, gotcha. Hold on a second. I didn't. Uh, yep. Oh, continue. Jesus. Do you, Do you know that I keep save files of everyone who burps on my show? Are you Are you gonna release a uh, like montage eventually of all the? Burps? Yeah, that'll be. Yeah, I'll I'll put you guys all into jingle bells. Oh, good luck with that. You shits. That sounds like work. Yeah, I'm probably not gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> I barely yell at the episodes that we do make. I'm drinking a all diet right. coke. That's why I'm all burpy. Oh, those diet sodas are burpier. Yep. Okay. They got that aspartame. So, it's the aspartame. It just just makes you so burpy. Just filthy up like a hot air balloon, you know. I don't know what that voice was. <laughs> so synon synonin. Synanon. 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 Tell me more about this synanon. So they are led by Chuck Diedrich, who in the is he re- 50s is, and early 60s. Is he related to Rob Diedrich? Yes. Oh, cool. Okay, go on. Wait, wasn't Rob Diedrich the skateboarder? Yeah. Was he a skate? Yeah. Or a BMX? He's one of those extreme sports guys. Yeah, probably not. Moving Fairly on. Fairly common name. Moving on. Uh, so he was a drunk and a drug user and a wife abuser and he wanted to get clean, so he joined Alcoholics Anonymous. <laughs> he wanted to get clean, so he started a cult. Buddy, that's what I I'm, bu- I'm buckling up. <laughs> All right, so he joins Alcoholics Anonymous, and he likes the program, but at the time, AA didn't allow drug users. I think they still don't, and no one had started Narconon or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. So he was like, "All right, I'll I'll start my own program and help drug abusers, and and it'll be great." And he started it under a different name. I can't remember what it was, but eventually became called Synanon, kind of like Alcoholics Anon or Narconon or whatever these things. I got, are. Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah, kind of like that. I got you. So he's the guy who coined the phrase, "This is the first day of the rest of your life." Oh, really? Yeah, so if you That's ever hear that, I never, just yeah. remember. I've heard that yeah, say it many, many times. Many t- I've heard, I've had teachers say it to me. So, so yeah, some, that's what it comes from. 
alcoholic, druggy cult leader started that. Yeah, yeah. So enjoy that. Anytime good. anyone ever says that, you can just <laughs> good to know. dismiss them. Yeah. Good to know. Um, that's that's an actual cool piece of trivia. Yeah. So he starts a um, kind of, you know, outpatient program just like, like AA. You come to the meeting, you talk about stuff, you go home, and uh, he starts doing this thing called The Game. Uh-oh. It, where, yeah, yeah, in, in quotes, if you could throw that in there. Doesn't the sound, Game. Yeah. Yeah. That, that so sounds awful. Ha- it's, it's, it's sinister. <laughs> so what happens is, uh, you know, you get in your big circle, and one guy sits in the middle, and everyone yells at that guy and points out everything that's wrong with that guy. So if that guy's boring, they'll be like, you boring piece of shit. You're always talking. Nobody cares, you piece of shit. So and it's, then, it's like a really aggressive roast. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be funny. So it's just people oh. like yelling at this guy. Oh, but and, and they do it to each member. Misha, stop. Hey. Get in the box. God, cat, cat. Cats. Someone, someone said the MK Ultra word, and the cat got anxious. So, while this guy's getting, like, people are getting yelled at, and and they're getting abused, and this game becomes really popular. So, you know, usually games have like, like a winner or something like that, or there's like, well, we're all the winner, <laughs> and also the loser. Um. But so the game becomes super popular, and it actually gets popular with um, certain celebrities. This is a California-based. Um, I didn't want to call them a cult yet group, and uh, gotcha. some famous people come by, and they like to enjoy the game. Some people like Leonard Nimoy. Are you serious? Dead serious. Um, wow. Uh, not not uh, a Jane Fonda. A Go away, Siri. Stop it. I said I said the word serious, and Siri thought I was talking to it. That whore. Sorry, go also, on. Also, they're listening, Alan. We I know. Have it's fucked to up. go. I'm gonna throw my phone uh, out the window. I hate that. You can turn that off, you know. Oh well, I'll do that later. I just okay. I just won't say serious anymore. Hmm. We're good. Oh. Okay. I was waiting for. Her. We're good. Um. So so yeah, uh, Jane Fonda, Leonard Nimoy, other guys, and it becomes That's crazy. very popular. It is crazy, but that's the thing. I expect Larry like, Nimoy to be like this nice, gentle human. He's he's not a real scientist. <laughs> like he's not actually I know. Spock. He's 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 a God guy. Damn it! I know. Isn't it the worst? And he's saying a he's, great song about thing. Bilbo Baggins. Bilbo, Bilbo, Bilbo. Baggins. It's my favorite Larry Nimoy thing ever. I put that song on my daily playlist. Took it off the next day. Like, <laughs> nope. Nope. It it's not a song once. you actually want to listen to. I was like, I was like, this will make me laugh. No. <laughs> Anyways, con- uh, continue. Yeah. So they play this game. They they all abuse each other. Uh, eventually, this becomes so popular, and uh, he says, "Okay, we're buying this." They buy this huge building in Santa Monica. It used to be, um, it used to be like like a athletics club or something, but it's basically like a hotel. And he's like, everyone has to live here. For the first 90 days of your treatment, you can't go into the outside world. You live here, and we're going to get you clean. And he kind of makes it into a rehab facility. Uh, and, yeah, so not gotcha. bad, but he's bringing people in. He's bringing in these addicts. And what eventually starts happening is he decides, okay, 
you can never leave. You always have to be here. Well, sounds like a cult. Yep. So, so basically, his excuses, um, uh, what is it? Uh, sobriety never ends. Basically, like it's never. It's addiction is an ongoing problem. So you're never actually clean. So you always have to be in the rehab facility. Jesus, which is messed up. Yeah. So because he, he's bringing full families in at this point, and like their kids, and the kids are getting raised communally by drug addicts. Sounds uh, sounds like a, a, great, a great place for a child. Oh yeah, it's all the good stuff. So he he keeps he keeps getting into um, like like he just keeps adding extra little things. Like someone broke a rule, so he said, "All right, you gotta shave your head." So they shave someone's head, and then eventually, while you're playing the game, getting your head shaved became like part of it. And, oh, okay. And and it got to the point where having your head shaved was like a good thing, like it was a sign of privilege in this cult. So 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 was Little Nimoy part of the cult? He or he just like he just he just adapted the game. Uh, he just swung by to play the game. Didn't okay. get into the rest of it. That's yeah. okay. same with Jane Fonda. Because gotcha. there were lots at. at like the game was a big fun thing to do in like Southern California. And they were like, yeah, it's these kooky guys. And they do this thing. It was like a, a fun Hollywood party. All right. So everyone, yeah, everyone starts shaving their heads. That becomes the new uniform. You have to shave your head and you have to wear weird overalls. That becomes the uniform. So of course what they're doing is they're dehumanizing them. They're, they're, you know, removing choice from their lives so they all have to do what the cult leader says so chuck is obviously sleeping with all these women but he also got married again and his wife dies so he's like all right i'm unhappy everyone get divorced jesus he's like all right everyone get divorced so everyone gets divorced and, and, of course, some people try to get out, and some people kind of leave, but other people come in. It's really weird. Like, it's this revolving door, but he always has, like, at first it was all addicts, and then some of them were like, yeah, I'm clean now. I'm going to go, and they go, and that just leaves more It just sounds like a fun thing to do. People. I'm going to join. It sounds like it sounds like a good time. Sounds, oh, shave my head? Yeah, sounds yeah. good. Sounds oh, good. overalls? I love overalls. Oh. I can wear those all oh, the time. This is going to be good. This is going to be good. We're going to look great. We're going to look super good. Um, and, and so... Everyone has to get divorced, and then he recouples them with other people. So, like, he's like, everyone get divorced. All right, now you two together, and you two, and you two, and you two. And he, like, remakes all the relationships. Because that that sounds like that would work out really well. Right, and the kids are being raised communally, so it's not even like, that's my dad and that's my mom. They don't know. When you got all these people living together, eventually that leads to some uh, a little thing I call incest and shit. And, oh God! Yeah, it, I can't speak to that, but I'm gonna go ahead and say probably. Just assume. Just assume. Um, so obviously, people, you know, families become concerned for for the people who are in this um, cult, and they're like, "We got to get them out," and. A lawyer, in, I didn't write down his name, but I'm sorry. Uh, a lawyer investigates Whatever. the the uh, the cult, so they put a rattlesnake in his mailbox. Are you pinging, or is that me? That's you. 
I don't even know what that is. My phone's <laughs> off. I don't think it's me. No, not me. I don't. I don't have a ping noise. I have no idea where that's coming from. Um, so they put a fucking rattlesnake in this guy's mailbox, and he actually gets bit. Unfortunately, oh, gets to the hospital in time, and he lives. But like, they tried to kill that guy. <laughs> um, they get in fights with the the like their neighbors. Like, there's a farm behind them, and they get in a fight with that guy, and they just start beating people to like half to death. And he ends up getting like this like goon squad to like beat people who who ask him questions so it's like Jesus. just such an obvious arc of a cult like kind of good thing rehab getting a little weird weird yeah, a, sex lo- a stuff, lot of them start out violence a lot of them start out as like something meant for good and then just they just evolve into this really horrible awful thing they yeah, get out, of, out say, of control yeah and i think the violence is usually like the that's the terminus of the cult trajectory. Like once they start getting super violent, they can't last. Like mm-hmm. you know those Manson murders. How long? How much longer did that cult last? A month? Yeah. Or literally. Or, um, yeah, absolutely. So eventually they get busted. They get brought in. And when when the the feds run in and they grab Chuck, he's drunk off his ass. He didn't even get sober. <laughs> He was he was doing drugs the whole time. That son of a bitch. Right? Like like he did all this for all these people, made all these rolls. Like he made people give up coffee and cigarettes. That's the one thing addicts need is coffee and cigarettes. That's all they yeah. have. Um, and it, it's just crazy. It's crazy to see this, but yeah, almost murdered a, a guy and just made like the cultiest cult. You know? It is a very culty cult. Yep, that's Synanon. So we got they still Charles and Chuck. Certain... They, they still exist? They some um, In Germany, they became very popular. Oh. And they're called a different name now, but Na- they still exist. Home of the Nazis. Yeah. It's Charles and Chuck. Don't trust people named Chuck. Okay. Alan. That was a, that was an interesting one. You like it? Uh, yep. I already forgot what the saying was that he came up with. Today is the first day of the rest of your life. I feel like that line is used in like a ton of like old like 1940s and 50s PSA videos. Oh, probably. That are like, don't jerk off. Yeah. Today. This is Billy. <laughs> Today is the day of the rest of your lives or however it is. To, you I fucked did you forget it again? <laughs> Today. I'm I'm day. I have a very short term memory, Taylor. (laughs) It's like having an interview with a goldfish. (laughs) Yes. All right, Alan. Before you forget, wait. No. Shut up. It's time for us to go to break. Oh, cool. Cool. So cool. So hang on, guys. We'll be right back with more cults. Hold on to your butts. Hold on to your butts. Play that theme song. Welcome back to Top 5. We're counting down our Top 5 cults with Alan Abulancia. Alan... I forgot to mention on this episode, but you you made our Halloween theme song. 
that that is a possibility. Yes. That it, okay? Or is that another allegedly thing, or can we say that you allegedly? Did you did? I I wrote the theme allegedly. song. Yeah, you actually did, and it's very good. I'm a big fan. You told me to make a theme song for your Halloween episodes, and I went I went with like the goosebumps and like Are You Afraid of the Dark like themes in mind when I was mm-hmm. throwing that together. Yeah, it's it's very good. I wish I could keep it year round. We'll make a Halloween themed pod yearly themed podcast and then do that. Oh shit! I can make a non spooky version. It's like the this is like the same thing, but with a not spooky voice. Sun, sun, yeah. Instead of spooky voice, it's like just sunshine and rainbows in the background. Unicorns farting. Welcome to the top five podcast. Welcome to top five on this episode. All right, Alan. Yeah. Are you ready? Are you prepared? I'm fucking ready, Taylor. Let's fucking do it. God damn it. All right, hit me with your number three cult. My number three cult is uh, one that still exists today, and it still is uh, a piece of dirt that unfortunately exists on the planet. Okay. They're called the Westboro Baptist Church. Motherfuckers. I think everyone knows these guys. Oh, yeah. We, we probably... Everything I'm going to be saying here, most people probably know by now. Yeah, but I want to hear it from you, because to be perfectly honest, I only know what they do. I don't know what they are. Well, they are a homophobic, transphobic, anti-Catholic, anti-Orthodoxy, Islamophobic, anti-Semitic, anti-Zionismic? I, I believe that's how it's Zionist? Zionist. Anti-Zionismic. And anti-American, okay. and anti-Americanismic. And they're a hate group, a church in quotes, located in Topeka, Kansas. Ah, go Jayhawks? I, I don't know sports. Yeah. What the fuck, Alan? That's all the things there are. You can't be against all of the yeah, things. Yeah, they, uh, they hate everything. Yeah, I can see that. They consider membership and most other religions to be satanic frauds preaching Armenian lies. What's what's an Armenian lie? Armenian isn't that that's like a isn't that like Protestant Protestantism? Armenia is a place. No, not Arme- Ar- Armenian. Oh, Armenian. <laughs> not, not, Arme- Armenian. not Armenian. No. An Armenian lie, like Kim Kardashian's butt. I have a speech impediment, Taylor. Sorry. Ar- Ar- Armin- Arminian. All right. So those are the lies. Apparently, apparently, we're all, uh, it's all uh, everything's lies. Our, every every other religion is an Armenian lie. Well, if those are the lies, what is the truth, Alan? Um, that God hates fags. Oh, okay. Well, I, I God think also our, hates America. Turn out, yeah. Why he's so hateful? They they um they like to uh picket. And protest at everywhere they can get, like uh, uh, funerals, are 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 a top are a top place to go pick it at. A little tasteless. Yep, they're known they're known for their insane hate speech on the LGBT community, Catholics, Orthodox Christians, Muslims, Jews, Romani people, U.S. soldiers, and politicians. There aren't any more people. That's all the wait. Did you say Romani? Yeah, On-gypsies? apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what yep. the fuck? What did gypsies ever do? To- 
How many gypsies are there in Canada? Or in Canada? In you, Kansas? I don't know. Probably enough for them to hate him. No, that's well, fair. well, they, they okay. Their 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 headquarters are in Kansas, but they spread their hate all over the country. Okay, you're right because I keep seeing them popping up yeah. at like they they pick it San at, Diego Comic Con. They pick it at military and celebrity funerals, gay pride gatherings, and celebrity and political events, and of course conventions like Comic Con and shit like that for some reason. I don't Blasphemy. understand. Blasphemy. They pick it at Batman is not your god. Funerals of gay victims of murder, gay bashing, or people who have died from AIDS. They enjoy spending their time stomping on the American flag and hanging them upside down. So everyone should hate these people. I don't yes. understand. Why are they still around? And what's fucked up? Okay, I have another fact. They're, they're, they're on Twitter. Uh-huh. And they have... Hold on, where is it? They have over 11,000 followers on Twitter, which is, I'm, it's very sad, and I'm hoping that all those followers are just there, ironically, to just keep up to date with what bullshit they're po- posting on there. I'm sure a lot of those are just so they can, like, clap back at these guys, yeah. you know? But, um, yeah, so when, or- when they, when they pick it, they have a lot of, uh, wordy signs, uh... Very colorful signs. Very colorful signs that read, um, here's a few examples of the signs. The, probably okay. the, their signature slogan, which is uh, God Hates Fags. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. God Hates America is a common one. Okay. Uh, God Blew Up the Troops is another one. Okay, God did that. Gotcha. Uh, thank God for Dead Soldiers. Okay, that's fucked up. And uh, Thank God for 9-11. Now, that seems like an issue they stand alone on. They stand alone on like, a lot of shit. This is crazy because it's like, yeah, there's a lot of evangelical Christian uh, groups, snake handlers and stuff like that. But I think this is the only one that makes that really anti-American uh, stance. Mm-hmm. Yep. So they're just a gr- they're just a group of racist asshole white Americans. Um, mm-hmm. It was founded by a man named Fred Phelps in 1955, uh, an obnoxious, rabid cowboy hat wearing douchebag. He's dead now, isn't he? He died uh, 2014. No, oh, he died recently. Wait. Yes, it was 2014. <laughs> it was worth the wait. Let me Alan. check my notes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember. So it, I remember he him started dying. out okay. He was he was part of he was originated the Westboro Baptist Church started out as a branch of the East Side Baptist Church, which I believe is an actual church. Okay, that's not. Uh, I mean, they're probably they're probably shitty too. I don't know. I didn't I didn't look them up really. Fred Phelps was a was a pastor for that church, and then he eventually left that church and took the Westboro Baptist Church with him, and made it his own unique little uh, hate group haven. His his own little corner of hell. Yeah, his own little corner of hell that he can call his own. As if Kansas wasn't shitty enough. Yeah, so they began picketing in, in in 1991. So they've been they've been doing this bullshit since since 91. Uh, and Phelps actually That's believed a- that all the negative reactions were uh, proof of his righteousness. Okay, so like the fact that I'm mad at him is proof that he's correct. Yeah. Okay. That's right. that's the way that's the way he thinks. The majority of his followers are immediate family members, 
and they continue uh, to be an obnoxious tumor of the earth. <laughs> Alan, how do these people get away with this kind of shit? It's America. I, I guess you're allowed to do what you want to do, which is a, a, a good thing and a bad thing about being in this I country. Guess, yeah, I guess that's just the you can't the really you can't really do much about it, which which sucks. Yeah, it's true. What am I going to do? Say stop holding that sign? I can't. I can't do that. I can't so, legislate that. These guys fucking multiply like rabbits. Fred Phelps had 13 children. Fuck. And then his daughter, <laughs> wife. His, his daughter Shirley Phelps, who is like another one of the big name bitches in this fucking organization, uh, mm-hmm. has a, a, had 11 children. So, you know, a lot of brainwashed children growing up inside this those kids don't thing. know anything else. Yep, which is really that's, awful. That's one of the hard thing about these cults is there's these kids born into it mm-hmm. that just have no choice in the matter. And there's so many children. Okay, they all live together and shit. Like, this is there's got to be incest going on in this cult, right? There I, has to be. I mean, it's Kansas. <laughs> yeah, they don't have a lot of they don't, they don't they don't have a lot of friends yet. They keep multiplying. So who are they fucking? You know, brothers and sisters. How hard must it be to date? Like, like there's pictures of you on the internet holding up signs that say "God hates fags" at you know military funerals, and you're like, like you can't use any of those on Tinder. No, all those pictures are good. Yeah. How much money do you think they spend on those signs at Kinkos? Like, do you think the Kinkos guy must be like, I have this info. What? Okay. (laughs) So in general, on Picadin, they they they. They pick at least six uh, locations every day uh, in Topeka, Kansas, and also other locations around the entire country. Mm-hmm. Um, they they said that they spend over two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year Holy on doing shit. this. Where do they get the money? Uh, fuck if I know, dude. <laughs> All right, that's fair. They claim I heard they were. I heard like a lot of them are lawyers, and that's why you can't like do anything. I would not be surprised. I don't know if that's true or not. I have no idea. They claim to have participated in over 41,000 protests in over 650 cities. I visited their website. What's their website like? Is it like an old angel fire with like flaming skulls and shit? No, it's not a badly designed website. I don't don't know who did the web design, but... uh, Do you want to know what their domain name is? Um, You can visit... you can visit the Westboro Baptist Church. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't even let you guess. I, if I'm going to... Is it WestboroBaptistChurch.com? Nope. It is uh, GodHatesFags.com. You know, I was thinking that, and I was like, I don't want it to be that. I mean... Wait, these paid extra for .com? It's not .net? Nope, it's .com. I mean, you could probably... I don't know. Maybe they bought all the domains. Maybe. Domain names are very cheap now, so... You know, it's not really like a thing that's a hard thing to obtain anymore. Did you die? I don't want. I don't want to go to. I don't want to. I'm just sad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want God hates fags to be a website, and and the fact that it represents a, a you know, can I, thousands of dollars organization makes me sad. Can I tell you all the great things that are on that on this website? Do you have to? <laughs> I'm going to. <laughs> so they post their picket schedule so you know exactly when and where they're going to be doing their douchebaggery 
They post sermons. They post really shitty news video stories of, you know, their view on news around the world. And also, probably the best thing about their website, and also the worst thing, they uh, have a whole section of terrible song parodies. Are they parodies of real songs? They do, they do parodies of really popular songs, and it's all about, you know, God hating everything. Not caring for fags. So, so I, I listened to one of them. They're Okay. They, Tell me. The most recent one was a parody of Imagine Dragons Thunder. I don't And it's do all I about know that song? Thunder. Did you hum a few bars? Hear the thunder. Lightning then the thunder. That's how it goes. Okay, thank you. But uh it's about it's that that's their parody about God bring the thunder on all the sinners and all the sinners are gonna pay. Mmm. But no, they mm. they have hundreds of parodies and it's creepy. So they're and like sad. the Weird Al. They're they're, they're 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 the Weird Al cult. This is the Weird Al cult. I don't want to join the Weird Al cult anymore. I don't want to join the Weird Al cult anymore. God damn it! It comes back around. <laughs> I didn't even think about that when we when we made that up earlier. So 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 they're the number two spoof artist in America. Number one, Weird Al. Number, number two, two, the Westboro Baptist yep. Church. Exactly. Check us out on Spotify and download us on GodHatesFags.com. There are a couple family members who have left the church. Uh, oh, how are they doing? Uh, Fred Phelps' son, Nathan Phelps, is a LGBT uh, enthusiast. Is that the word I'm looking for? Supporter? Sure. But either, both. The exact opposite. He's the exact opposite. He was well, so that's good. Good for him. So some people escaped. Another one is uh, Shirley Phelps' daughter Megan also escaped, and she's done like TED talks and shit about what what it, what it's like to be with that fucking crazy family. I remember she had a correspondence with Kevin Smith, I think, after he did hmm. Red State. Oh yeah, because Red State was loosely based on the Westboro Baptist Church. Yeah, and shout out to uh, podcast hero Kevin Smith. Now he has to listen. Yeah. Um. So. And of course, with every cult, when you leave, when you leave the family, they completely cut ties with them. So now, like, they're no longer technically family anymore. So, like, they're Usual. dead to them. Pretty much, That's yeah. A nightmare. Well, you know what? Honestly, it's not much of a loss. I know, really. Yeah, who, who? Yeah, whatever. You, do you like, like, mean, like, you, like, you want to be associated with them anyway? Yeah, I mean, you're losing your support system, which is, you know, terrible. Mm-hmm. But I, I think, I think that would be a sacrifice you'd have to make. So I also have a list of some events that they took part in. Okay. I'm uh, interested. Are we going? Can we send Pop 5 there for a new show? <laughs> no, well, these, these are all past events. Oh, okay. So they already happened. Um, and this it's some pretty sad shit. Wait, this is where they're picketing? Yeah. or And, okay. and just celebrating in general. Okay. So in 2016, they celebrated the terrorist attack of the Orlando Gay Nightclub, where 49 people were murdered. And 53 were wounded. They were like, yay, I'm glad that happened. So that happened. And that makes that makes me sad, Alan. Yeah, it's I, fucked I, up. I, that's just sad. <laughs> they picketed Michael Jackson's funeral. And, reco- oh, and, my- and they recorded a shitty parody of We Are the World called God Hates the World. Ah, Going back to those parodies. That's, that's, that's a... You know what? That's lazy. I, have, I do a have, second draft. I do have some good news. Okay. They attempted to picket the funerals of the victims of Sandy Hook school students, but they were stopped by officers and firefighters. They attended the funeral, 
and they formed a giant human wall blocking them from the families and friends of the victims. Oh, that's heartwarming. Yeah, so there's that makes a, me feel. There good. you go. There's there's something. I probably should have ended on that because there's other. <laughs> well, yeah, Kyle Kinane has. We can skip has, the other uh, ones. We can, we can. I think we get the gist. Kyle Kinane has a, you get a the bit idea. about how they're such good villains that they bring people together. Because oh yeah, because um, everyone hates them. Like yeah, everyone we, hates. We all them. hate each other, but let's also work together to hate on this fucking awful hate group. Right, he was saying they were like, "There's a counter protest, and it was all Hell's Angels and 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 um, and uh, uh, queens." And I was like, "You know what? I would never think drag queens and Hell's Angels would ever get to you know get together and really work together for a cause, but they sure did." Mm-hmm. That so that's good. the Westboro Baptist Church. Man, um, what a bunch of douchebags! They're 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 a cult. They're a hate group. They haven't really done anything. Like they're not like an, like they're. I mean, they're an evil cult, but they're not like they haven't really like. There's no murder or anything involved that we know of. No, they're very public. It's a, but, it's a very public, I mean, and they're they're just they're just very hateful towards everything. They're just terrible people. Yeah, but you know what? Yeah, they're still a cult. Oh yeah. Nope. Yep. Definitely. That's I think fair. they definitely they definitely count as one in my in my book. Yep. No, I um. Yeah, I feel bad. So, uh, well, Alan, <laughs> time to ruin this mood with uh, some more bad news. I've, uh, are you All ready right. for my next? All right, my uh, number. Uh, yeah, let's uh, let's make everyone yeah. want to kill themselves by the end of this. All right, so my number, <laughs> my number three cult is the Nexium cult. They're they're a new cult. Have you heard okay. of these guys on the news? No, but I think you briefly, maybe mentioned them to me. Maybe I don't. So, I don't know a lot though. So Nexium spelled N-X-I-V-M. It sounds like, uh, like an ointment company, doesn't it? It sounds like if you tried Xanax, you'll love Nexium. Or yeah, or yeah, like some sort of medication. Yeah, it sounds. You know what it sounds like? It's something like you would sell, like like do you instead have, of like Mary Kay products. Do you have dry Nexium skin products? Try Nexium. Oh, that's so soothing. Like a soothing balm. Yeah. For my eczema. <laughs> do you take any that's what do you sound- take any prescription drugs? Well I you know, Nexium for Try my Nexium, skin, yeah. That's about it, you know. <laughs> We're in the wrong That's business. how I feel about like friggin' what what is it, uh Hydrox cookies? Oh, Hydrox. It sounds like a drug name. But it's a cookie. It's the it, uh it's the original Oreo. Oreo is a ripoff of Hydrox. I did know that. Yeah. Anyway, that's Hydrox a- sounds like a chemical you don't want in your hydroxes. Yeah, it's like, not something Oh, that, ew, it's got hydrox like, in it. These cookies have hydrox in them? That sounds like poison. That's... No. I got some I barrels of hi, of, hi, of hydrox that need to be uh, taken to uh, the chemical plant. Oh, did you hear you can't get on I-90? A, a truck full of hydrox filled <laughs> over and... Yeah. Started so, eating through all the cars. They uh, brought the dead back to life. Ooh. That's the plot of Return of the Living Dead. Listen, Alan. Sometimes dead is better. Anyway, so the tell me more about cult. Yes, is a new cult uh, out of Albany, New York. Oh shit! This is local. This is local. Jesus. And fresh. This is some fresh shit. This shit. I was like, well, yeah, that kind of cults come happen in like Japan and uh, in California and Kansas. I'm like, nope. 
fucking Albany, upstate Jesus. New York. You know, it's just, awful. Just a few hours away. In in the reporting, like all they're like, and then in another town in upstate New York, and I'm like, which town? Fucking tell me which town. Was it Troy? I bet it was Troy. <laughs> was it Pompey? There's probably a cult I know in some Buffalo. Towns. Uh, there is, and there's I'll talk a, there's about. There's probably it. a cult in Syracuse too. I'm pretty sure there is, and I'll talk about it. Okay. All right. So so Nexium was started by uh, a guy named Keith Renier who changed his name to Vanguard based off of a comic book character. I'm not familiar with Vanguard. Vanguard also sounds like an ointment. <sighs> Vanguard sounds like This man like is secretly is secretly trying to like <laughs> start a company and he's doing it the wrong way. This is just all a backdoor into into fucking health I mean, cosmetic health shit. And- <laughs> Do you suffer from herpes? Then you should try Vanguard. Anyway. Vanguard is not proven by the federal drug. That's what it sounds like. That's what it sounds like. So the his idea is basically to control civilization through their women. And okay. uh, he, he basically uses sex for oh, sex. evil. Yeah. Sex for evil. So this is... This so is it's a sexy it's, cult. It's your, uh, it's your uh, cliche. Check sex, evil. We're good. Sounds evil, like a cult. Se- some cults want money. Some cults want fame. This guy wants sex, and he gets it. So, basically, what happens is Nexium goes to. They go to places like, uh, um, like where you'd, you'd see motivational speakers. Stuff like that. Yeah. Like conventions for that. Gotcha. And what they do is they'd have a big talk about how to be a better salesman or how to be better at your office job oh, so or how to be shit. better in the corporate world. And people are like, oh, yeah, that sounds good. So they join up and they're like, oh, come to our retreat because retreats are actually very popular right now. I mean, you can go oh, yeah? hang out with Ramdas in, in Hawaii and he'll teach you the ways of you know, inner Buddhism and stuff. They're very popular because hmm. some people have too much money and not enough, you know, inner peace, but you can't have that. So yeah, people go to this and they join up because they want to learn how to be better corporate drones, better salesmen, better whatever. And what ends up happening is they get looped into these cult activities and it be, it, it becomes a pyramid scheme ah, of classic halting. So basically, you know the girl one above you, and she's like, "Oh no, this is so cool! You got to meet Vanguard. You know, he goes to this retreat every year. It's super awesome. Everyone loves him. It's great." And yeah, and they pyramid schemes really know, are like another form of a cult. This in is a weird way. This is gonna, absolutely. This is going to sound a little sexist, but okay, he basically created the Lululemon cult, like the Tupperware party cult. Because okay. he got women to sell each other shit, but the shit they were selling was like like buying and selling their souls. So like oh, every that okay. girl at the office who's like, oh, we got to sell all this. It's a great product. You should sell for me. That pyramid scheme they all keep getting themselves into and then looping their friends into because I don't know. That's just how they work. That's, being, how, that's just the classic pyramid it's, scheme. 
it's just something that happens. So instead of selling, you know, tights or, you know, ice cream scoops, they're they're recruiting women to sell themselves to uh, Vanguard. So Vanguard's like a pimp? Kind of. So he ends up, you know, these, these women end up, you know, giving him all their money to go to these retreats, go to these classes to get near him. So it's um, o- is it only the- women that are, take part in this shit? There's also men, but they are, he tries to separate them. So basically he wants to turn the men into bodyguards, into like an army, okay. and then the women into sex slaves. And he did a pretty good job. It actually got weirdly popular in Mexico. Uh, the country? Or yes. Mexico, New York? Good question. <laughs> that was not one of the small upstate towns mentioned. No, nope, yeah. Mexico, the All country. Right. Gotcha. <laughs> Got very popular because you mentioned you mentioned Albany, so I'm not thinking you're talking about all about New York. So that's why I just no, they they get more international, question. but they're based in Albany, and I think they actually uh, they honey potted a lot of our like state senators, and that's how they got away with this for so oh, long. Because he has control of many beautiful women, so eventually, and I want to point out this guy's a fucking nerd. Like if you look up pictures of him, huge dork. Awesome, you can on their website. Because their website's still up. <laughs> Nexium.com? Uh, yeah, I think so. Godhatesfags.com? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's, they should have a link over to the Nexium website. Gotcha. So ba- basically, yeah. so as this guy's pyramid scheming women into this, they end up, you know, as a woman, you can rise through ranks by recruiting more women. And his number one lady was actress Allison Mack from Smallville. Oh, his, his bottom bitch. Uh, no, she he's she's the top bitch. But the the or, the, the bottom the term bottom bitch is, is the top bitch. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay, then yes. Then yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh but yeah, basically she's the head recruiter and you can find videos of her on YouTube talking about how great it is to be in this cult. And it really just looks like any girl's boring blog, like video blog. Yeah. But really, she's like, oh, it's so fulfilling, and I've never worked on any project that was, you know, as good as this. And it turns out she's recruiting women to a fake sorority, and then those women get fucking branded and become Vanguard's slave. Like actual branded? Like they do a hot iron? Bl- with a hot iron, a made-up rune, which is actually kind of just his initials. They hot, or actually, it's a laser. I'm sorry, they laser okay. it into you. It's a hot laser, and and they laser it right above, uh, right on the mons pubis, if you will. Below your belly button. Okay, I was like, where, where the fuck is that? Uh, above your vagina, below it's your. It's not belly a tramp button. stamp. It is not, and I honestly thought. Maybe, but I guess this way it's not as visible. In case you know you got to pick up something off the bottom shelf or you know stretch. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, gotcha. Um, so this guy eventually got brought down um, in Mexico and brought back to New York, and uh, I think he's still awaiting trial. Hmm. Because this is all very recent. I mean, if you look up info on this, you can see like the nightly news recently talking about this. It's crazy. So is he like, so this is like a prostitution thing, but like they only have sex with this guy? Is this is this what it is or? 
Uh, kind of. I mean, he does break up husbands and wives and stuff, but he, I think he also uses them to honeypot powerful men and stuff. Okay, he, yeah. He was briefly um, involved. He was married to the heiress to the Seagram's, um, you know, the, the booze. Like oh, yeah, the, the really cheap, awful booze. Yeah. It's not the worst, but, I mean, it's definitely bottom shelf. Yeah. Uh, but, it, yeah, it, he was briefly married to her or she was a cult member or whatever, and he was really soaking up all of her money and spending it huh. on all this stuff. Um, so his plan, which, you know, was foiled, was basically to recruit women, have women, you know, sleep with a man, and then be like, I'll tell your wife or whatever, I'll out you. Oh, I think that's how he got away with it so long because Albany, you have to remember, is the capital of New York. That's where all the state sure legislature is. is. Yeah, so I think I think he's got a lot of them under his, you know, control. That's pretty fucked up. Yeah, nice job, you fucking nerd. So that's our local call. Do you have more local calls on your list? We'll talk about it. All right. So next right. Nexium. Nexium, yeah, N X V I M. Keep an eye out for that that uh, that uh, skin cream. Yeah, keep an eye. You'll find it. It's right next to the foot lotion in the pharmacy section. Yes. Yep. Don't go looking for it with, you know, sunblock. It's in the foot lotion. Uh, At your nearest Rite Aid or Walgreens. Or whatever you like. CVS. You're going to get a giant receipt regardless. Yep. All right, Alan. Would you like to know my number two? I got to know. What's your number two cult? Um... It's a wacky one. Okay. <laughs> they are called Heaven's Gate. Ah, Heaven's Gate. I I am mildly familiar with this. Oh, uh, this one's my this one's my favorite. This one's your favorite. It's your number two. Well, the number one's more crazy. Okay. All right. This is the one you. This is your your personal. Is is this your cult favorite? Is this your cult cult? Uh, I guess you could say that. Yeah, this is the, this is the most fun one. All right, tell not really. Me it's about not actually it, fun because I... it involves death. Well, <laughs> um, all right. I know their beliefs nothing. are hilarious. All I remember is sneakers. All right, hit me, hit me. So they were an American UFO religious cult based in San Diego, See, led California. by Marshall Applewhite and Bonnie Nettles. Or better known by their nicknames, Bo and Peep, and then later, Doe and T. <laughs> okay, that's dumb, and got dumber. Yeah. They met in 1972. Nettles was a nurse at a psychiatric hospital where Applewhite was a patient. And she told him that their meeting had... Sorry, let me start over. She told him that their meeting had been foretold to her by aliens... And she per- persuade him into thinking that he had a divine assignment. What's his divine assignment? Uh, let me get to that. Yes, they were convinced that they were there. They'd been chosen to f- fulfill biblical prophecies. Uh, and Applewhite also claimed that he was the reincarnation of Jesus at one point. Aren't we all? At least he's not Rasputin. All right, let me go, where where let me get to uh so. We'll get to the beliefs in a minute, but I'm going down my little list here of my little bullet all right, points. All right. uh, so they started advertising their beliefs, which I'll get into in a little bit. 
and they had meetings where they recruited disciples. And uh, at, at these meetings, they represented that they were uh, representing beings from another planet called the Next Level. That's the name of the planet? Uh, I believe so, yes. Mm, it's the supposed boring. planet, yeah. Uh, they, they, they said that people, if you were to join them, they would be brought to a higher evolutionary level. And now we're on to the beliefs. It, it gets. It, are you ready, Taylor? I'm. I am prepared. Hit me. They believed that the Earth was about to be recycled, and the only way to survive was to leave it immediately. They believed their bodies were only vessels meant to help them on their journey, and they referred to their bodies as vehicles. And uh, they believed to be eligible for membership in the next level, they would have to shed every attachment to planet Earth, giving up all human-like characteristics, such as family, friends, sexuality, individuality, jobs, money, and possessions. They believed God was actually a higher-developed alien from outer space. Okay, that's not crazy. <laughs> yeah. They referred to the next level as the evolutionary level above humans, or abbreviated as Tela, which was... That's in their minds, <laughs> an another world where residents live in pure bliss and nourish themselves by absorbing pure sunlight. Oh, so plants. Yep. They believed next level beings did not engage in sex, eating, or dying. And they also believed that evil space aliens, called Luciferians, falsely represented themselves on Earthlands as God and conspired to keep humans from developing. Okay, so, so <laughs> there's a lot to unpack. There's a lot, here. yeah, there's a lot taken. So the Earth is going to be destroyed, so they have to yeah. not not it. not not destroyed, renewed, recycled, like they're wiped recycled. clean and start over. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And if they want to not be recycled, they have to give up all their worldly possessions. Yes. And connections. And yep. And then shed alien... their and shed their bodies. And shed their body, and then alien god will take them to a place where they will photosynthesize. Yes, that's exactly that's exactly what they believed. Okay, all right, I'm on board. Where do I sign up? Um, well, their website still exists. No oh, shit. We'll get we'll get more into that at some. Uh, all right, all right. I, I don't I, I don't like I don't like these cults having websites. <laughs> the internet, man. Heaven's Gate was one of the first was one of the first ones to to do the internet actually yeah what year was that 93 well yeah they started in the 70s but they they around the 90s is when they, they started doing the internet mm. so anyways going back to these luciferians these are uh, these these evil aliens that claim to be gods other earthlings uh they they believe that uh mirages or miracles were holograms okay that they would use holograms to fake miracles and uh, and and yeah, so all of all of, all those miracles back in the day, or they were they were just holograms. Why wouldn't they just say they didn't exist? Why do you have to like? Nope, it's, it was a it's all about it's all about aliens and science fiction. Uh, they believed all religions on Earth had been corrupted by evil by these evil aliens. So uh, in 1985, Bonnie Nettles, aka uh, Peep, or uh, what was it, T, Doty. 
the weird names. She oh, di- like like Do Re Mi. Yeah. Do. She okay. She died in 1985, which uh, that kind of started the whole next next uh section of this of the insanity. Uh, Applewhite kind of went crazy after that. I mean, he was already crazy, but like it uh, skyrocketed after that. So now he's he's getting into his, you know, the next part of the cult trajectory, this kind of like doomsday. Yeah. Okay. So after her death, he convinced the members that that her broken down vehicle, in quotes, was left behind because she had finished all the work that she needed to do on Earth. And she was now living uh, in the next level. So by the 90s, they became a reclusive cult and they only uh, recruited members through the Internet. So, so they were primarily internet at that point. Yeah, by the '90s, they were exclusively internet. Like before that, they would do like they would have like events and stuff like that to get to gain members into their hand out hand out pamphlets and whatnot. Yeah, basically. And, but then by the '90s, they resorted to using the only internet. Their website still exists, and it looks like an old Angel Fire or like GeoCities page. Don't you have to pay for that shit? Who's paying for it? Well, Angel Fire is free. Oh, okay. At least it used to be. I don't know, but um. No, well, I'll get into what, what, why the website still exists. Okay. So in 1995, uh, the comet hale was discovered, named after its discoverers, discoverers Alan Hale and Thomas Bopp. That's dumb. Yeah, so it's the Hale-Bopp comet. Uh, Heaven's Gate learned that it would be passing by Earth, and they believed that uh, trailing behind the comet was an alien spaceship. That was flying by Earth to take them aboard and bring them, bring them to the next level. Okay. So in 1997, uh, Applewhite made a video speaking about mass suicide and claimed it was the only way to evacuate Earth. And that entire video is available on YouTube. And I watched it and it's creepy as hell. Uh, it's probably creepier now knowing yeah. how, you know, what came It looks like something that belongs on like Tim and Eric. Except that it's a real thing. It's like a but, but quality wise. Channel? It's like uh, everything is terrible. Yeah, that one. It's like that. It's 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 like it's like that level of cringiness. Ugh. But it's a crazy cult leader talking about how he's gonna kill himself and how his followers are gonna kill themselves to go to the next level. And actually, they didn't actually believe in suicide. They didn't believe that they were killing themselves. They, so, they 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 believe they were just evacuating their bodies. So that's kind of like the the your body is the spacesuit that you exist in. Yes. And, okay. Creepy. So so he claimed that the spaceship was trailing Hellbop, and he persuaded thirty eight followers uh, to commit suicide so their souls could board the spaceship. They bought alien abduction insurance in nineteen ninety six. I thought that was an interesting little piece of trivia. <laughs> How do you buy that? I don't know. Who sells that? I don't know. Is I don't that know. All state. They obviously probably bought it through some fraud thing, and they foolishly convinced yeah. them to alien abduction. That's a real. That's a real insurance. Yeah, you get it from um, the gecko. They rented a ninety-two hundred square foot mansion in San Diego, and all of them were found dead there on March twenty-sixth, nineteen ninety-seven. They mixed phenobarbital with applesauce. Ate that and drank some vodka to wash it down, and on top of that, they put plastic bags around their heads so it would induce asphyxiation. 
That's that's horrible. Yep. Who were the who were the cult members? Who did they rope into this? Just uh, I watched. There, okay, there's a really good documentary called The Next Day, and mm-hmm. it mostly consists of actual footage because they like documented everything. Like they videotaped their entire journey, and all the people there seemed like they were just very like lonely, sad people that just needed someone. And Applewhite's like, "Come to me, my children." You know, like how a lot of cults work. Yeah, exactly. You know what? Attracting the weakest members yeah. of our society oh, yeah. that need yep. help, and they're looking for help, and and they're they and get. they're brainwashing the thing that this guy is actually helping them and convincing them that they're gonna live a better life in pure bliss on the next level. But instead, they just they, died. They die. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Who knows? Or maybe maybe they are, and maybe we, they were right we the whole know. time. We don't know. Maybe we can't tell. You yeah. know what? I want a happy ending, so I'm going to say they were right, and now they're up in heaven with Xenu. Oh. Yeah. Oh, shit. I said the X word. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I'm sure we're going to be getting back to that, aren't we? No. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> so they were found lying in bunk beds with their faces and torsos covered by purple cloth. They were dressed in black shirts and sweatpants and uh, armband patches that read Heaven's Gate Away Team. And they were also wearing... Brand new pairs of Nike Decade shoes. Those shoes are actually super sweet. <laughs> so, Heaven's Gate brought to you by Nike. I honestly, I would love a patch that said Heaven's Gate away team. How cool is that? Yeah. You know they thought that was cool as shit, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know they were like, we're going in style. We're the away this team. Because, well, they, they truly didn't believe that they were going to die. They, they literally thought that they were going to the, to the next level. That they were just evacuating their bodies, so they died in group of threes or uh, groups of three over the course of three days, and uh, two. Okay, so there's at least two remaining members who were left behind to spread the word of like what what was going on there, and that uh, Apple White promised that they would eventually gain access, you know, to uh, the next level. Obviously, that yeah. hasn't happened because it's been you know over twenty years since right. that event. But um, the two remaining members still uh, maintain the website. And apparently, if you email them on their website, they will respond to you and answer any questions you have. I didn't do this, but um, I was watching uh, the H3 podcast, and one of the guys in that uh, show actually did have email conversations with the two remaining members of the Heaven's Gate cult. And it's creepy as fuck. That's terrifying. So So in a way, technically, the cult still kind of exists in a way. It still exists. It just very few members. Yep, and so the, that's why the website's still up because they still maintain the website. They just never up, they just never bothered to do any redesign. It still looks like a website from the nineties. You ever you ever look up the Space Jam website? Oh yeah, that that one still exists. That one it's still exists, and it it's, on the same it's level like, oh. of that website. Yeah. Okay. All right. Where like they put the writing on a little planet, and you're like, wow. So that's that's basically the gist of Heaven's Gate. Lots of well, aliens now, and mass suicide. I'm glad I'm glad you brought up a weird sci-fi doomsday cult. Is that my next cult? Yes. What's your number two? Is a weird sci-fi doomsday cult. Oh yeah. Let me get my notes here together. Uh, my number two cult is Om Shinrikyo out of Japan. That's... So. Uh, it's it's very interesting. Finally leaving America. 
Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go international with this one. Oh yeah. So I'm excited. Om Shinrikyo was originally called Om Mountain Wizards. Hang on, the the <laughs> group of mountain wizards. It's it's the in group Japanese. Group of mountain I'm wizards. Sure, sounds I'm like sure a, it sounds like better. 1970s progressive rock they're, band. They're they're like an order of mountain. They're basically yeah. This is the 80s. This is the mid 80s. Okay. So they, they um their leader. Shoko Asahara in 1984 started the, you know, Mountain Wizards Association Society, whatever. Mm-hmm. In, and uh, he started it by taking out ads in Twilight Zone magazine in Japan. So he's oh. basically recruiting nerds. Gotcha. Pre-internet. So this is, you know, basically put a note in the back of Twilight Zone magazine. So Shoko Asahara is a half-blind, more than half. He has a little eyesight in one eye, and the other eye is blind. Okay. And he went to a blind school as a child, and uh, he spent the entire time conning the actually blind kids. <laughs> So he would be like, oh, you got to go down to the barbershop? You got to get your hair cut? Sure, come on with me. And then, you know, the blind kid would get his hair cut. And then, you know, Shoko's across the street like, oh, you want to get back? Ten bucks. Oh, shit. What a piece of shit. (laughs) So literally, literally in the land of the blind. What a dick. The one-eyed man is king. Literally. Yeah, so this is him as a young man. Okay. Wait till he gets older. He gets into massage practice. Uh, he marries a rich woman and has many children. Uh, and he gets into acupuncture because that's what you want the half-blind guy doing, poking you with oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. That sounds safe. And and massage therapy. And eventually he gets interested in... Um... Let me set the stage right here. So okay. Japan in the 20s... Um, their religion was based around the emperor basically the emperor decided he was god so you would worship the emperor as you worship a god the uh, shinto it's specifically shintoism but in the 20s they started recognizing the emperor as the supreme god power so when they lost the war after getting double duped by nuclear bombs, <laughs> yep. the emperor had to get on the radio, you know, probably with a gun to his head, <laughs> and oh, say, shit. I'm not God. We surrender. We lost. It's over. So these are a people who were beaten militarily for the first time in their careers. you got to remember, in you know, they won World War One, and then they beat the Russians right after that. And now for the first time in Japanese modern history, they lost the war. So they are a broken mm-hmm. people. But their religion is also broken. So the that would be like yeah, in America if Jesus got on the TV and was like, good. I'm not God. Yeah, we fucking broke them. We <laughs> fucked them good. We really did. And if you watch some of their... Like, and now you I watch their God, television and it's so crazy and wacky. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> And now, now Japanese is, is now Japan is an amazing place. Oh, I always want to go to Tokyo. I hear if you go to J- going to Japan is the most culture shock you can get in a safe environment, and I I I want to go. I think I, think, I want I to go anywhere, and I want to go to Japan. Yeah, making you better feeling. So, in <laughs> subway by, monkey hour, by the by the fifth by the sixties and seventies, 
um, there was this vacuum of religion, like the main religion had to go away. So you get all these people bringing in um, Hinduism and, and Buddhism and other Eastern religions, and basically it's 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 a rush hour for new religion in yeah, Japan. Gotcha. And our what, boy Shoko. Like what is the most really co- like popular religion in Japan right now? Uh, sh- uh, they're not a very religious people, yeah, but uh, Shintoism and Taoism. But they're they're very. They're super mellow religions, you know. Yeah, like or they're very they they're very have, mellow people. They, they're mellow Incredibly people. Incredibly mellow. They work people. themselves to death. Well, yeah, that, yeah, re, yeah. They're they're it's, not it's, it's, a super yeah. religious people. Gotcha. It's it's a lot of, you know, a meditation would be you know the most effort you're gonna do in your religion. Mm-hmm. You don't have to like pick up a viper and be like, poison don't hurt me, you know. Yeah. So, our boy Shoko Asahara starts this group of mountain wizards he grows a beard and gets super fat and then he starts wearing white robes like he's uh, a holy man like what would be a you know a shinto yeah. you know uh, a priest and he gets so he gets all these nerds as followers and he he weaves like anime and like hentai not hentai that's, that's Japanese <laughs> porn What's what's what are the what are the what are the comic books called? Ma- mangas or mangas? Mangas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he, he gets the mangas and the tentacle the hentai, porn, the tentacle, and, and then yeah. wait, wait, hang on, I'm getting confused. Where's Cleveland he's also Browser a furry. History? He's a furry. Well, he is furry. His persona um, is a, 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 a. He's a he's a bondage he's fox. polar bear, or a fox. Yeah, he's, a pol- he's a polar he's bear. A, he, yeah, he's a polar bear, but but he's also got like biker outfit on. <laughs> it's very confusing. Furries. Anyway, um, is there hey, anything hey, if worse? You're, if you're if you're a furry, uh, good for you. Moving on. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I can take that stance. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, people do what they want to do. As long as you're not a brony. Um, <laughs> so, I'll never understand so, that. No. So Shoko anyway. Asahara, he eventually renames the Mountain Wizard Confederation or whatever it was called as uh, Om Shinrikyo. And he, he tells yeah. people, oh, I have these special powers. I can levitate. And he, you know, jump real quick and take a picture of it and then be like, there's me levitating. And, and eventually start saying, you know, if you join me and you give up your worldly possessions to me, you will get superpowers and stuff. And he goes around meeting real religious figures like he meets the Dalai Lama the current Dalai Lama and um when the Lama was asked like what did you talk about and he was like he didn't ask me any spiritual questions he only asked me about structuring a religion and the Dalai Lama was like yeah it's Buddhism we're not exactly structured barking up the wrong tree yeah and and then when they asked uh like one of um I don't know his uh, the Dalai Lama's disciples. Like, how did you feel about Om Shinrikyo? Because technically, they they're calling themselves a Buddhist sect. And he was like, "Oh, Om Shinrikyo, very unpopular." <laughs> and think about a Zen monk who's found inner peace and shits in a hole, being like, "Ah, oh, very unpopular." <laughs> Stay away really from those guys. We hate their fucking guts. Yeah. I'm one with the universe, and I allow insects to bite me rather than kill them. Not a fan of Om Shinrikyo. <laughs> but this fucking guy. 
But this fucking guy, are you kidding me? Oh, the fat guy? No, thank you. So, so Shinrikyo... He watches uh, hentai. Oh, he loves it. The weird stuff, not even like just the schoolgirls. You don't want a part of it. Uh, so Asahara starts um, moving people. He, he buys a compound, of course. You have to isolate people to be in a cult. So mm-hmm. he starts isolating these families in together into this cult. They all have they all have to live of, together for some reason. They it's to keep them away from the outside world. Yeah. He also decides what they eat, and it's usually just the little vegetables. So they're all protein deprived. Oh. And and little he's bringing tiny in these families, skeleton people. Yeah. yeah, and they're already little Japanese guys. It doesn't help. Yeah. That's racist. I'm sorry, but also correct. Um. So they're only eating like a little rice, Whatever. a little vegetables. They're all protein deprived. They're super skinny, and somehow he keeps, he keeps, he takes their money, of course, and he makes them give up everything they own, sell everything they have, and give it to him. So he's making money hand over fist, and he keeps somehow convincing these really smart people to get into his cult. So he's bringing in engineers, computer scientists you know, martial arts people. So he's getting some great people, but he's also making them live in this fucking dirty compound. And eventually some guy starts mouthing off to him. So he has him killed, but that's where shit starts going bad. When when murder gets involved, (laughs) here's the thing. And we were talking about earlier in the trajectory. Somehow this only makes Om Shinrikyo more powerful. And I don't understand. Huh? So basically, he has this guy strangled to death, which takes four members because they're just so weak. Yeah. <laughs> just, okay. These these losers just trying to strangle a guy. Just have no forearm strength. Oh. So four people have to strangle a member, and now they're they're all in it together, kind of. So they've got this, you know, under siege kind of mentality. You know, mm-hmm. like. Like like in Waco, like they're coming to take our guns. Like now it's oh they're coming for us because of murder, but many politicians are also a part of Om Shinrikyo. They just don't live at the compound, and he's branching out. He's picking up these people, and he kind of he promises them a a World War Three. He promises them an apocalypse, and he puts a date on it um, in the mid nineties, ninety five, I think, and promises them this end of the world and that he'll protect them. And the reason he knows there's going to be an end of the world is because he's going to fucking start it himself. Oh, okay. So he's... Right. He, he, so he gets... He's like Charles Manson. He wants the apocalypse to happen. He wants the apocalypse. He wants this yeah. doomsday because it gives him power. But the thing exactly. is... He also is working towards creating the doomsday. So he gets all his... his um, scientists, which are not biologists, to start building chemical weapons. And he does this thing where he trails, um, I can't remember what it's called, but it's basically modified botulism out of what? a car. Yeah. So it's, it's a chem, it's, it's a biological weapon. It's, it's, uh, it's a, it's a liquid, but he tries spraying it out of the back of a car and just driving around Tokyo to give everyone botulism and basically shit themselves inside out. That sounds fantastic. Yeah, but it doesn't work because the way botul that's not how botulism spreads. Yeah. Like you've got to ingest it and if you just spray it out the tailpipe of a car, it just kinda of like lands on the sidewalk. You know? <laughs> you gotta lick the sidewalk. 
they're not good at their jobs. Yet. Um, eventually, they should have put I mean, it in it, like I'm, the water system or whatever. Right, like or Found in people's, to... you know, sushi. Yeah, you're not going to cook that, and people would think it was sushi. So, his plan is to basically destroy Tokyo, and this is in the '80s. Remember. Remember when people were all sure that Japan was going to take over everything? Like, do you remember... Do you remember Back to the Future 2? Marty McFly's boss was like a Japanese guy? Yeah. It, it was like that. That's what people imagined the future would be. Everyone's Everyone would be subservient to the Japanese. Because their economy was so good and everything was fucking made there. Mm-hmm. So, he thinks if he takes Tokyo out, it will destroy the world economy and ultimately the world. Mm. So now, I'm going to jump ahead because we're running low on time here. Just, just give me the good. This, give me the good stuff. This is, fa- this is famous. In 1995, he attempted a sarin gas attack. Sarin gas will basically make you feel like you have the flu and then you die. Oh. Yeah, that it's sounds, it's, it's sounds fun. pleasant. No, it's, it's not bad. I mean, amongst all the ways to die and all the gases to kill you, it's not... The worst. Um, so basically what he does is he wants to release the uh, gas into the subway system. Okay. That's a... Uh... So, right, which is packed, and also those trains travel all over Tokyo. So he'd basically be able those to kill... trains. Yeah, plenty of people. And, and um, so what he does is he gets a bunch of guys and they dress as, you know, regular members of society. And they all carry umbrellas and they're supposed to get on the train, drop like their baggie of sarin gas and then stab it with the umbrella and and have and then the gas would go throughout the tunnels and kill people. Um, okay. And then kill people like it. So during rush hour, I like that the umbrella through. was their chosen stabby weapon. I think it was supposed to be like undercover, but also like that just seems ominous, right? Like a bunch all of all these guys with umbrellas. umbrellas. Like why do you guys all have yeah. the same umbrella? What's going on? I'm, I imagine them with bowler hats too, in like Japanese suits. My brain is going to Clockwork Orange. Oh, I see it. I see it. So on 20th of March, 1995. Five dudes get on different subways and attempt to release this gas. Um, but something goes wrong. It doesn't release right. It doesn't spread right. But it still kills 12 people oh. and severely injures 50 more. Um, and some of those died. So ultimately, it became, you know, an unknown amount of carnage these guys caused. They get busted. I'm not going to get into that. It is. It's a terrorist attack. Yeah. They get busted. I'm not going to get into that because we don't have time. Yeah. Um, and uh, they go to jail. They went to jail for a long time. And th- this isn't really a thing in Japanese culture to execute someone. That's not. Did they get part executed? Of what they do in July 6th of 2018, last Whoa. July, last July. That's. Shoko Asahara and six followers were fucking hung in Japan. Ah, like the most... That's the best way to kill someone. Best way. I don't know if that's true. Someone said hung, and I was like, I don't care if that's true or not. That's what I want in my story. Yeah. 
It is true. So, it is it true. Is true. It is true. So these are facts, a, people. A fat, these are alleged blind facts. Nerd. <laughs> these are these are the alleged facts. So <laughs> a fat blind nerd killed numerous people in Japan and coerced, you know, smart ass people to get involved in dumb dumb shit. Oh, and at one point he killed a baby. Oh, add that yeah. to his resume. Didn't want to talk about it. Decided it was more killed important. baby. Killed baby. Oh, and slept with all the women. You know, the cult thing. Yeah, you know, the, the usual cult well, stuff, yep. You know, get super hard into drugs. You know, the cult thing. Gotta love the cult well, thing. Alan, it's time for us to take our last break. Yeah, let's, we're, we're, we're getting, we got, we got the, 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 the good stuff to get to. All right. We're that gonna was, go to that break. was a sentence. <laughs> yeah, I, t- I got what you mean, <laughs> I guess. Well, uh, we got the good stuff to get to, so. <laughs> I'm retarded. So. We'll be right back with your number one cult oh. on top five. We got this. And we're back to top five. On the special last Halloween episode, we're counting down your top five cults. We've come to the moment we've all been waiting for. I I like how it's Halloween. What what are things to talk about in Halloween? We got you know spooky ghosts and vampires, and no, let's talk about serial killers and cults. I was talking about this on top five, and um, I was I was kind of like, yeah, we did do. There's only two two episodes this month and we really did do two really dark things instead of like like top five childhood spooky vhs covers like i don't know um top five halloween costumes yeah top five favorite halloween themed candies serial killers and cults no we're doing people Diddle kids and kill kids, and then people who induct kids and also diddle the kids. Sometimes they kill the kids. With a little bit of kid diddling on the side. Well, kids are getting diddled. Um, Alan, I want to know what you want to know what you know what your number number one one cult is, and I want to know. Oh, hang on. I'm oh no, you're now. dying. Are we back? I'm good. I'm back. Do you hear me? Yeah. All right. We had a weird breakdown. Um, I heard I heard static for a split second. Yeah, yeah, no, I I started hearing myself. It was weird. Alan, what is your number one cult? My number one cult. Uh, it's not the best cult on the planet, you know, because I don't think there's a such thing as the best cult. It is uh, the People's Temple of the Disciples of Christ, aka People's Temple, aka Jonestown. Oh shit! Here I was thinking this was gonna be something nice and light, and now I know it's another murder cult. So they're known for the largest mass suicide ever. Or some people refer to it as a mass murder suicide because there were also a lot of children involved who were, mm. you know, basically murdered. At least they didn't get diddled. Uh, yeah. As far as I know. Who knows though? <laughs> so nine hundred nine hundred and eighteen people committed suicide, mass murder, I'm, suicide. I'm 
I'm sorry, excuse me, baking soda? Can I get that number again? 918 people. Holy shit. Yeah, uh, located Holy in their shit. remote sediment, which is called Jonestown, which is located in North Guyana, which is in South America. This is... Okay. So, yeah, Wh- that's, just, that's, that's a doozy. How did we get there, Taylor? Is that what you want to know? Yeah, how did how did we get there, Alan, who didn't bury the lead? <laughs> so, uh, the People's Temple was founded by a man named Jim Jones in 1955 in Indianapolis, Indiana. So it started out in America. Okay. Uh, it was a, a, a People's Temple combines elements of Christianity with communist and socialist ideas. Because Jim Jones was a communist. Okay. All right. That's not bad in and of itself. He was a communist and later revealed to be an atheist. That's confusing. And for, his, for... Okay. Well, his wife said that he was lured into religion not because of faith, but because it helped him serve his goal of social change. Through Marxism. Oh. All right. That's a lot to unpack here. Yeah. So he doesn't believe no. but he's using religion to forward social to benefit society yeah oh that's what okay. he's trying that's, that's what he was trying to do that's a gray area yeah yeah so he joined the methodist church and became a student pastor at somerset southside method church methodist church in 1952 but he left because they wouldn't let him integrate African Americans into his congregation. Okay, that's noble. Yeah, so at least at least he's not a racist, like uh, some of the previous ones. <laughs> at least he's not a racist, <laughs> and other things you could say about Jim Jones. So he started a church which was originally originally called Community Unity Church, and uh, to help finance the church, he took part in fake healings. Are you familiar with uh, Peter Popoff? I'm very familiar with the Reverend Peter Popoff. He used es- to send us shit in college. Yeah, essentially he was doing that type of shit. So he's like touching people's heads and they're like falling over like, I'm a healed. Yeah. Well, he was doing like fake, okay. you know, like the Philippines, like those fake surgeries. He was doing like that type of shit oh. too. He was uh, oh, so like he'd pretend to reach any of yeah, them. Yeah, like, he was using chicken, guts. chicken livers and animal tissues, pretending it was can- cancerous tissue removed from the body. Gross. And then he would start doing large conventions like what Peter Popoff would do that drew in over 11,000 people and he conducted, in quotes, healings and uh, basically did magic tricks revealing people's personal information that people are like, whoa, how did you know that? Because, you know, it's uh, just simple stuff like addresses and phone numbers that any private detective could get their hands on. So so he's like doing mentalist shit to him? Pretty much, yeah. Exa- basically, exactly Peter Popoff. Creepy. Yeah. And then, so, the church got pretty popular. It started expanding and expanding. He opened uh, soup kitchens for the poor, expanded social services to help people with rent and job services and food and clothing. So, it's all stuff that kind of seems like good stuff. Yeah, like, this seems noble. Yeah. But, uh, I, I mean, whatever you call it, it's just, a lot of times they start off with, with good intentions and it just ends really badly. Which yeah. is the case for this cult. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's kind of heartbreaking too. It is. It's really it sounds sad. like he's trying to 
integrate a church, you know, really help out the needy. So he was helping all yeah, he was helping all the needy them. people and all these people saw him as a Christ figure, which you know that's 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 always bad when once you're seen as as Jesus Christ. Right. Um in nineteen sixty one could he, be worse. You could be seen as Rasputin. <laughs> yeah. Or or identify as Rasputin. <laughs> or actually be Rasputin. Yeah. So in 1961, he claimed he had a vision from the future of a nuclear attack that was going to destroy the Midwest. So he moved to uh, California. Sure. Yeah. Sunny exactly. California. Yeah. Sure. Where the where, where all the, the where, where all the big cults are. Yeah. The big leagues. Um. It. It was claimed that they expanded to 20,000 members. That was the claim, but now it's more believed to be like three thousand. So no, it's still still a lot of people, but not as yeah, many it's still people, a lot of people as was claimed back then. Uh, they gained reput- uh, reputation for helping poor citizens, mainly racial minorities, drug addicts, and homeless people. So right. you know, trying doing good. doing good. During the seventies, they owned residential care homes for old people, foster children, and disabled people. So it's like all this good shit that, he, that, that they're doing, but uh, let's fast forward to there's a, I, there's a lot of dark shit I assume going on in the background there. I mean, he's just doing it all to promote you know his communist beliefs, socialist beliefs, right? But it's like he is helping people. Yeah. Where am I now? Where am I now? Where are we? Where are we? Um, I believe we're in California, and we're helping people. Okay, so eventually they moved to Guyana and created, and he created a community called the People's Temple Agricultural Project, which was informally known as Jonestown. In 19- why did he move to Why did he move to South America? Uh. Because okay, as and, and this quotes from one of the members, I forget, I didn't get the name down, but uh, it was like an interview, and it's a, it was a black country where our black members could live in peace. Guyana was a socialist government and the only sp- English-speaking country in South America. Uh, it was created, or it was promised to be a tropical paradise free from all the wickedness of the outside world. Basically, he wanted to take all his, like, helpless people and bring them to South America where they could live in peace from all, like, the... It sounds kind of like he's trying to isolate them from the outside world. That's exactly what he's trying to do. Okay. Uh, so, so by 1978, there were over 900 people living there. And, uh... Yeah, yeah. So they they all went there. They all moved to Jonestown in 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 North Guyana to uh, because it was supposed they were promised it would be a paradise. And okay. uh, was it? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out Guyana sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, did didn't he move them like into the middle of a jungle or some shit? Yeah, Guyana is a jungle. Okay, it's a commu- right. a community in the middle of a jungle. And, Great, uh, super. Sounds like fun. Yeah, so, you know, totally a tropical paradise, and not just a fucking dense, gross rainforest. Aren't these, like, the poorest and oldest people, too? Like, how are they going to make, like, <laughs> like survive in yeah. the jungle? I don't know. This, uh, you have to ask Jim Jones. 
Why is he making these decisions? Because he's fucking crazy, like every other cult leader. Oh, he was a big drug addict too, yeah. wasn't he? Oh yeah, he had a he had a, he had a lot of health problems too. He's a speed freak, I think. So he made frequent addresses to the members about the safety of Jonestown at night because he believed that uh, CIA and other agencies were conspiring with capitalist pigs, quote unquote capitalist pigs, to destroy mm-hmm. the settlement and harm them. And I have no idea where he was getting this information. He just kind of believed that was happened. Okay. Because around this time, the media was like obviously against him because like this you're being crazy you can't like create this fucking paradise shit it's all bullshit i is he trying to like convince the people like is he trying to stoke their paranoia like like an us against them kind of thing i think so yeah because that's what that sounds like like he wants all people to be paranoid he would he would conduct uh what he called white knights which were events that were held during supposed emergencies. Uh, and he would give the members four options. Uh, this is like like when he thought the place was going to be invaded or the, his, his little parish was going to be invaded and taken over. Uh, the four options were the attempt to flee to the Soviet Union, uh, stay and fight, flee to the jungle, or commit revolutionary suicide. As he called it revolutionary suicide. That's terrifying. And uh, on several occasions, they would do a mass suicide rehearsal. Or it was only a rehearsal to Jim Jones and like his like uh, closest men in his in his in his little cult, <laughs> little cult, nine hundred people. Yeah. So everyone, including children, was told to line up, and they were given a drink, and told it had poison, and that they they would have to drink it, and then they would die in forty five minutes. So everyone would drink this, and then when no one died, he would say, "Oh, this was just a test to 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 see if you uh, it was a loyalty test, and you all passed." That's no, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> so they practiced okay. this suicide multiple times. So and and uh, fast forward in in November of 1978, a U.S. congressman from San Francisco, Leo Ryan visited Jonestown investigating claims of abuse within People's Temple. Because apparently there was a lot of abuse if you, like, didn't, like, follow the rules and shit, which, you know, that's how it is with a lot of cults. Yeah, so this is... Is this ritual abuse, or, like, they they punishing them for speaking out, or are they just fucking abusing people? I think it's punishing for speaking out and, or, like, and just not following the rules of Jonestown. Fucking assholes. So he visited in 1978, uh, and during a visit, a number of the members wanted to leave with Leo because of all the sinister shit that was kind of going on in the background. How it's so like what? people people were realizing that oh, it's not really a paradise. There's this is actually a really horrible place to be. <laughs> this really sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I, honestly, can you imagine just showing up and like, welcome to paradise, and you're like, we're surrounded by gum trees and mosquitoes. Yeah. And I want to die. <laughs> mosquitoes that are like the size of my fist. It's fucking Jumanji down there. Yeah, literally, it literally was Jumanji. They were living in Jumanji. So uh, that's exciting. Okay, now I'm excited. Yeah. Is Karen Gillan gonna be there? <laughs> I, I liked that movie. I thought that was a good movie. I had no I had no beef with that movie. Yeah. I was I was very surprised. I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. Anyways, back to uh, Jonestown. <laughs> so anyway, back to so the multiple members wanted to leave with with uh, Leo, 
and uh, so the next day they left to a uh, they left with him to a local airship airship the airstrip. This isn't the future. <laughs> I'm thinking okay. Anyways, I'm thinking of like the airship, <laughs> be- like Final Fantasy airships. No, no, the airship was behind the comet. Remember? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so they're at, same a, one, they're, right? they're at an airstrip in Port Ketuma in Guyana, and they were intercepted by Temple Security, who opened fire and killed all of them, including Leo, because they were trying to escape. What? Okay. So he's just killing people. Yeah, because he feared like, oh, they're gonna escape and they're gonna say bad things about Jonestown and cause the government to take over their paradise so he's really paranoid at this point. oh no he's super fucking paranoid so that same night uh he convinces everyone that oh, the jig is up we all got to commit suicide and uh <laughs> the jig is up <laughs> yeah. we have to commit suicide sorry guys the jig is up it's basically well, okay drink up there's a okay there's a 44 minute cassette tape recording on youtube of his final meeting, where he's literally telling all his all his people that like, okay, we gotta commit suicide. They're gonna be they're gonna be coming for us now. Like paranoid little fucking piece of shit. And it's such a fuck. I listened to a good chunk of that tape, and it's so unsettling. Like you can hear kids crying in the background and shit. And oh, yeah, and just knowing that like moments after this recording that they all killed themselves. So that's yeah. Jones ordered everyone in Jonestown to uh, drink a mixture of cyanide-laced grape-flavored Flavor-Aid. Not Kool-Aid. They couldn't even afford the Kool-Aid? Yep. But basically, so, it was basically so, Kool-Aid. Like, so like, he's asking you to kill yourself, and your last drink is going to be off-brand Kool-Aid? Exactly. Yeah, what, what, what a piece of shit, right? This is bullshit, Alan. I demand real Kool-Aid. Who actually, okay, like, who actually refers to, like, off-brand Kool-Aid as the, like, it? you call it Kool-Aid no matter what brand it is, right? I don't even know what else to call it. Like, drink? Yeah. Grape drink? It's like calling, do you call, like, other off-brand Band-Aids bandages? No, I, I do not call them adhesive bandages. <laughs> yeah. But, like, honestly, Alan, though, I've had off-brand Kool-Aid. If it's not Kool-Aid, you might as well kill yourself. Yeah. It's not, it's not good. It's just sugar water. Alan, drink Kool-Aid. Because the alternative is it's, poison. Yeah. Does Flavor-Aid... I, I, I didn't actually look to see if Flavor-Aid still exists. Oh, Flavor-Aid's still around, yeah. <laughs> Don't know they like... <laughs> Come by Flavor-Aid. We, uh, we're responsible. We're not responsible, but... And briefly involved. Briefly and briefly. To be honest... Kind of involved I think in, I, in the murder of 918 people. I probably drank more Flavor-Aid than Kool-Aid. Oh, yeah? Because, you know... If you're drinking Kool-Aid, you're probably at an AA meeting. <laughs> and they're not they're not getting the good stuff. So, yeah, 918 people died total, including 276 children. It was the greatest single loss of an Ameri- of American lives until 9/11 happened. I didn't even consider that like up against 9/11. Yep. So for the long before 9/11, it was the biggest death of Americans. Like, on pur- purposeful death, not, like, war and shit, like, just, like... Altogether, one one catastrophe. Yeah. So, yeah, that that's Jonestown. And if you're... Shit, man. If you're looking for a good movie to watch, there's a film called The Sacrament 
directed by Ty West and produced by Eli Roth. It's very loosely based on Jonestown. Mm-hmm. It takes place in modern time, like today. And it follows, it's a found footage movie, and it follows a vice reporter who goes to this place called Eden, uh, Eden Parish, which is basically Jonestown. And there's a fictional character called Father Reed who looks exactly like Jim, Jim Jones, and he has like meetings like Jim Jones. And it's basically the, like, it's 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 Jonestown in in, a, in movie form, right, right. But like well, the, the mass suicide, even though it seems insane, like I remember I remember reading reviews, people being like, there no people who obviously weren't informed about Jonestown watched that movie, and they're like, there's no way that many people would have died. And in the movie, it's like 200 people, but in reality, the actual suicide was over 900 people. Alan, if God, so many people, what's what's the name of that movie for people who want to watch it? It's called The Sacrament. The Sacrament. It's a, well, it's a, it's a pretty good movie, actually. If you're into cults, you should definitely watch The Sacrament. And if you're into cults, you should also watch Battlefield Earth. Oh, oh, is this is this a segue? That's a segue. I got my it. number one. My number one cult is one you all know, one you probably know everything about. And I can't help you, Scientology. Oh, God. Allegedly. Allegedly. You listening, Tom? Tom? Allegedly. Scientology is a fucking cult based off of uh, L. Ron Hubbard's book, Dianetics, which I attempted to read. A science fiction author. It's not a good book. Uh, (laughs) Dianetics, more like diarrhea. Basically, um, L. Ron Hubbard was a mountain wizard who (laughs) for lack of a better word who tried to get up crowley's ass but crowley wouldn't even let him suck his aged syphilitic penis true story wow and he 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 tried to bill himself as alistair crowley's like um student apostle maybe um but crowley was like i hate these kids i just want to die in peace uh, later on, L. Ron Hubbard uh, started accruing people to a group cult and would just make shit up all the time. He's the best bullshitter in the world. Oh, for sure. Uh, swindling people, stealing their wives. He's a monster. I don't need to talk about that. You guys probably already know I mean, this guy that. wrote, like, he's a writer. Like, he's he's a creative person. You think, like... It's, isn't the it like fact, obvious that he's just making shit up? It's so hard. That's like his job. So his obvious. job is to make shit up. It is, but it's how they trap you in. Yeah. So, Alan, I think I briefly mentioned this to you before I began research for this. I texted oh, yeah. someone. I'm going to be doing an episode about Scientology. Two days later, I got a slip of paper in the mail that did not go through the post office. Someone had to drop it off to me and that said free personality testing. And I honestly thought to myself, I've been a little down lately. Maybe I should see someone about that until I flipped it over and saw the address. Anytime. Okay. uh, Anytime you see the words personality and test together, it's like 90% of the time Scientology. Yep, basically, um, I, I flipped it over, and it had the address of where to go for your, your testing, which is actually, I want to look it up because I want to get it right, 836 Main Street, Buffalo, New York. 
um, right in the theater district, but they're advertising themselves as Allentown, which is confusing. Oh, yeah, I've seen, um, I've seen, I've seen the Scientology. It's like, it's like, it's literally right down the street from the town ballroom. It is. It's right in the yeah. theater district. Mm-hmm. It's a very nice building. It's yeah, very nice. I've parked um, across from it to go to a concert before. <laughs> I, I, whenever I see it, I'm like really bummed out that that's. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's a Scientology church in Syracuse too. They're everywhere yeah. now, and that's why we have to say allegedly. Yeah. So I got this shit in the mail, and I thought to myself, maybe I should go. Maybe I should just pop in and see what's up. I and uh, so hope. I drove. Did you actually town. go? I drove downtown. I parked across the street. I walked up to the building during their visiting hours. And before I reached the door, a guy next to me goes, hey, we've been waiting for you. And Are I you turned fucking around serious? and got back Dude, get into the my fuck car. Out of there. I got back in my car. And the thing is, he probably says that to, to everyone. everyone who gets oh, yeah, in the door. Sure. But I thought he was a guy, like, he seemed like he was on his phone. I didn't even look at him. But, like, just a dude on no, the street. Dude, okay. It's a busy street. Have you okay? Are you are you familiar with Louis Thoreau, uh, the no. documentarian? Oh my God, he does great doc. He did, he, he's done multiple documentaries on cults, but he did one called My Scientology Movie. Oh, I've heard of that movie. It's I did really not good. Watch it. And uh, dude, it's on Netflix. Yeah, these people, they're literally everywhere, and they're and they're always like disguised as average people, and like oh, we're Scientology people, and they do they they do that. They creep up to people all the time like that. Yeah, that's I, not uncommon was- at all with Scientology. I was very scared. I honestly, I'm not a brave man. So I thought all I'd really do would be walk in the building, kind of look around like at their main lobby and then walk back out. Yeah. And the fact that they caught me before I even touched the handle, because I was like, I got to do this. It's for the show. It's going to be cool. There's nothing I can say about Scientology that South Park hasn't already done. Yeah. I just want to see. And honestly, it's a beautiful building. I wanted to see what was in there. Didn't make it. Didn't make it. They fucking got me right That's outside the door. for the better no. that, you, that you didn't go in there. Because, like, what if they actually, like... I'm not saying I'm not saying you're a weak person at all. Like, I, I, like, but, like, what if they somehow managed to, like, actually trick you into taking part in that shit? Let me put it this way. I have trouble saying no to people a lot. Yeah. So, I really think they would have gotten me. And I looked up um, videos of reporters going in and allegedly... Uh, <laughs> allegedly. This Coming is out office, as a Scientologist... But, Basically, they they said that after a series of very strange tests, I'm not going to get into, um, they were being really grilled about how much money they could get their hands on and bring back to um, the Scientology building to allegedly, allegedly get to the next level of clarity, allegedly. Um, well, what I think, honestly, Scientology is... I think it's a type of manifesting, um, which is, you know, gray magic I think we're all involved in. Okay. But it clearly preys on people. So I think it works for some people, but I think it also preys on others. And I think that's why it's still around because the people it does work for, because L. Ron Hubbard's been dead for years. Oh, yeah. The people who it does work for, allegedly, Tom Cruise, allegedly. Oh yeah, it, it works all. It's all about money. So all like the rich, it, it it benefits all of the really rich people. Allegedly, and then all the fucking um, like normies are that are sucked into are the ones that are suffering. 
Yeah, and and but instead it preys on the weak and it preys on children by sending them to the ranch and um, abusing them. So <laughs> using the word children and ranch together just does not feel right at all. No, if you're a member of Sea Org, you basically just work at a fake farm out in the hot sun for punishment as a child. Um, and allegedly, Tom allegedly. Cruise and all these other people are complicit in this. John Travolta. It is the feeling... I don't want to say this represents Top 5 Network in general, because I am not the only producer. Um, but it is the feeling of this host that you should not patronize these people who are involved in these things. Basically what I'm saying is don't go see Mission Impossible. <laughs> um, Alan, I really, I there's nothing I can say about Scientology that hasn't been said, but what I do want to warn our uh, fair listeners about is how they're everywhere. They're they always are watching. everywhere. They're, they're, they're literally everywhere. It's, they it's are creepy. Ready to embrace you with open arms, and I would stay away as hard as you can. Watch the Lewis Throw documentary. Some uncomfortable shit. The, yep, the, the people that. that show up in that, it's like, it's, um, it's fucking creepy. There's as one on HBO about um, uh, Miskovich. Uh, uh, I can't remember. Lauren Miskovich. Anyway, there's a lot of information. I think it's just important to educate yourself about because it is a very powerful current it's cult. Always, it's always really sad when you find out like the people, some of the people that are involved too, like fucking uh, G- Jason the, Lee. I was gonna say Jason Lee, and also the lady who does the voice of Bart Simpson. Really, Nancy yes. Cart Cartwright. Na- Nancy Cartwright. Yes. Yeah. Cartwright. Yes. Well, that's sad. Yes. Yeah. It's a well, then real there was bummer. South Park where uh, Isaac Hayes, who did Chef on Isaac South Park, Hayes. he was a Scientologist, yeah. and then. Uh, they did the Scientology episode, the Trapped in the Closet episode, and yep, then yep. Isaac Hayes quit South Park after that episode, and then died shortly. And died after shortly that. after, and then they made another episode making fun of him in Scientology, where they like used past recordings of his voice to make him say shit that he was like fucking kids and stuff. Oh, they made him sound like a kid diddler. Yeah, going back to kid diddling. Oh, well, Alan, now that we've finally hit terminal kid diddling. <laughs> I think I'm this, I think I'm ready to close the book on this, this is, episode. This has been a podcast. This has really been um do you want do you have any honorable mentions you kind of thought about? Uh I had a hard time coming up with 5. So Okay, that's that's fair. The R, I didn't, the R. No. Kelly sex call was like the last one where I'm like I guess I can do this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really didn't have much that, you know, we we, call, we, we, we covered all of the biggest ones. We covered the gambit. I mean, I think uh, this is great. And there's always, always, always great information on this. If you're interested in looking up any of these cults, there's tons of info. You can Yeah, you there's, can there's, a, there's a place out. you can check out uh, called the Internet where there's just a ton of, like, there's an endless amount of information <laughs> on every subject you could think of. You don't even yes, need encyclopedias yes. anymore. Those are, that's, that's, those are, that's just a portion of the Internet on paper. I stole that joke. <laughs> no I stole that joke it. from Pete, from uh, huh? P. Holmes. <laughs> Thanks for printing out that part of the internet for me. Yeah, it's just like when I get my phone book. I'm like, what is this for? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna open a book for this thing that's in my pocket. It's, yeah, it's, lots it's of good information. It's used to There's, help table tables be level. 
it's used so small children can reach their food on the table. Yeah. Um, so so basically, yeah, just um, uh, check it out. There's full podcast devoted that all they talk about is cults. I think it's important oh, really? to be aware. It is something, oh, yeah, um, I, I can't, you know, search cults in your podcast, but there's uh, one these two women do that is fantastic. Oh, I can't remember the name. And then, of course, our big brothers over at Last Podcast on the left always, um, they have... They do four hours, more than four hours on Om Shinrikyo. There's like a six-part, six-episode arc all about um, Jim Jones. They, Jesus. Anything, anything you could imagine, uh, you know, cult-wise. Or if you don't have time, you got the abridged version right here. That's right. And you know what? If this is as deep as you want to dig, that's fine. Check us out next week. Um, we won't be Halloween anymore, and we'll be... Uh, Back to that back sucks because it's, it's like literally isn't the next the next one's like the day after Halloween. It is, and and it's not a top five episode either. It's a pop five episode, or else I just put it out a day early. But I'm like, eh, it's not my show, and I'm like, eh, we'll see. maybe we'll do something spooky. We'll see. We got we got Red Dead coming out. I don't want to date us. Oh man, pop pop. This is an evergreen episode, and pops a it pops a uh, news show. But we've got Red Dead's coming out. We got to talk about it on the show. So uh, stick through with for that next week. If you're listening to this on the day it comes out, if you're not, fuck you. Um, yeah, fuck you. Rate, ra- ra- rate and fuck subscribe. you for not Paul. listening. You fucking piece of shit. Why the fuck aren't you listening to the goddamn top five podcast? You fucking asshole. Fucking listen to this shit. You're barking at the wrong person. If they're listening right now, they're listening. Oh, it's the end. If they made it, if they made it this far, they made it. If you made <laughs> it this the far, core listeners, fucking good Congrats. for you. If you fucking fast good forward for to the end, then fuck you. Rewind and listen to the whole goddamn podcast. <laughs> if you fast forward to the end, what a weird way to listen to a podcast. <laughs> Anyways, I just want to see what number one is. I don't really care about the other one. Yeah. Uh, so rate and subscribe. Uh, don't forget hit to that notification on bell. That's the other one. That's YouTube. We don't. We're not on YouTube. Um, Be sure to like, comment, subscribe. Uh, follow us. Follow us. On Check Instagram, us out on Patreon. At top five underscore podcast. That's top the number five underscore podcast. If you're not following us on Instagram, you are missing out. If you want to follow us on Twitter, we never use it. We're also on Facebook because some cults are only digital. Uh, Alan, do you have any parting words for us before we leave? Um, 9-11 was an inside job. Well, in the words, in the words of, uh, Karen and Georgia, you're in a cult, call your dad. Good night, everyone. Bye. Bye.